ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिमीरांधस ज्ञानांजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मील तस्म श्रीगुरव नम नम ओं विष्णुपदा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो वेलकम टू दिस फिफ्थ एपिसोड ऑफ स्ट्रेंगनिंग फाउंडेशन सीरीज एंड टूडेज टॉपिक इज नरसिम्ह प्रणाम मंत्रास सो वी ऑलवेज सिंग दिस मॉर्निंग एंड इवनिंग नमस्ते नरसिंहाया प्रहलादहलादायिने हिण्याकाशीपूर्वक्षा शीलाटंकाखालाो नरसिंहा पर नरसिंहा यतो यतो यामी तो नरसिंहा बहिर्नरसिंहा हृदय नरसिंहा नरसिंहादि शरण प्रपद्ये तव करकमलवरे नाखाद्भुतशृंगाम्दलिताशिपूतृंगा केशवधृता नर हरिपा जय जगदीश हरे जय जगदीश हरे जय जगदीश हरे जय नरसिंहदेव जय नरसिंहदेव नरसिंहदेव जय नरसिंहदेव जय प्रहलाद महाराज जय प्रहलाद महाराज जय प्रहलाद महाराज जय प्रहलाद महाराज प्रभुपाद 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 जय जय प्रभुपाद जय श्री श्री लक्ष्मी नरसिंहदेव भगवान की जय प्रहलाद महाराज की जय शिल प्रभुपाद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल so uh welcome to this fifth episode so today's topic is narasimha pranam mantras so just before we start off uh i would like to add one point that i missed out yesterday regarding the tilak so um i will just take 2 minutes to shlo- uh, show one shloka because uh the tilak is the ornament of the devotee but as we read in the last in the end uh that the real uh, thing is to uh, be sincere in devotional service and not be a cheater so in that regard so there is sadhur bhushana the 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 ornaments of devotee 
are mentioned in two verses. One is in the Bhagavatam, which is this famous verse. I think uh, many of you know this verse already. Shri Prabhupada quoted this many times. Titikshavaha karunika suhridam sarvadehinam ajada shatravah shanta sadhava sadhu bhushana. Sadhu bhushana means adorned, adorn, adorn, I mean uh, ornaments, adorned with sublime characteristics. So the symptoms of a sadhu or the ornaments of a sadhu are that he is tolerant, merciful, and friendly to all living entities, he has no enemies. He is peaceful, he abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics are sublime. The um, Bhushan of a sadhu. Another is also explained in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So this is Chaitanya Charitamrita Antyalila, chapter 4, texts 129 and 130. Yadya piyo jagat pavan so the translation goes, uh, this is actually spoken by the Lord to Sanatan Goswami. My dear Sanatan, although you are the deliverer of the entire universe and although even the demigods and great saints are purified by touching you, it is the characteristic of a devotee to observe and protect the Vaishnava etiquette. Maintenance of the Vaishnava etiquette is the ornament of a devotee. So, Vaishnava etiquette, there is a lot of instructions on Vaishnava etiquette in uh, nectar of instruction, in the nectar of devotion. So, we need to learn all that. Um, we will also go through classes, um, seminars on that one, on the Upadeshamrita, nectar of instruction, and nectar of devotion. So, these are the real ornaments of a devotee. Tilak is also important, but even as important as the Tilak is the conduct of the devotee. So with that, I will proceed on to today's topic. So you know this song, everybody knows this song, even the children know this song. But do you know the author of this song? Who knows the author of this song? So I will not wait for the answers uh, because <laughs> otherwise it will be long. Already my lectures are notoriously long. So, the author of today's, I mean, Narsimha Pranam Mantras are actually two because this Narsimha Pranam Mantra we chant three shlokas. The first two shlokas are written by Vyasadev. They are from the Narsimha Puran. Whereas the third one is by Jayadev Goswami which is uh, from the Dashavatara Stotra. Dashavatara Stotra is a famous song. Even among non-Vaishnavas, um, it is uh, very well known. And all the, the ten incarnations are uh, glorified in that song. So this is from that fourth stanza. So here you can see author Vyasadev, book name Narsama Puran. So, every devotee knows that Lord Narsimha is the protector of devotees, the divine protector of devotees. Now, we will go into a, a little bit in depth in these uh, three shlokas and study some relevant other 
prayers by Prahlad Maharaj as well and also Bhaktivinoda Thakur um, and a couple of incidences where Narasimhadeva Bhagavan has actually um, uh, interacted with his devotees. So the first thing is Namaste Narasimhaya, quite easy, easy to understand of my respectful obeisances to Lord Narasimha. Prahlada Hlada Dayine. Now, what is the meaning of Prahlada? Prahlada. Hlada means uh, bliss or happiness. So, just like uh, Hladini Shakti, the pleasure potency of Lord Krishna. So, that is Srimati Radharani. So, Hlada means happiness. Prahlada means one who one whose presence makes everybody happy. A devotee can make everybody happy. Only a devotee actually can make everybody happy. Sometimes these stand-up comedians, um, they try to make people happy. But they just humor and after that, your problems are not solved by that, by that humor. Uh, it is just a, a way to forget the miserable conditions that we have. So that's why people take to comedy and all these things. But real happiness means to be completely out of this material uh, suffering. That is only possible for a devotee. And a pure devotee like Srila Prabhupada or Srila Prahlad, Sri Prahlad Maharaj. So they can give others Krishna. And when Krishna is given, then that person's uh, unhappiness is completely curbed. Completely. Satchit Ananda Vigraha. He is eternal, he is uh, full of knowledge and full of bliss. So, Prahlada means one who gives happiness to others, one whose presence makes everybody happy. Now, Prahlada Hlada Dayine. Dayine means uh, unto one who gives. So, unto one who gives Hlada to Prahlada. So, that is Lord Narasimhadev. So, this is the meaning of Prahlada Hlada Dayane. So, we will go to the word to word meaning. Nama obeisances, te unto you. Narasimhaya unto Lord Narasimha. Prahlada, to Prahlad Maharaj. Ahlada of joy, Dayane the giver. Ahlada. So, Prahlada. So, of course, the meaning here it is said to Prahlad Maharaj. But Prahlada means also. One who gives happiness to others. Now, he gives happiness to that devotee who gives happiness to others. So, this is how actually every devotee is actually prahalada in one sense. If you see the root meaning of the word. Because he gives happiness to others. Uh, and the Lord, and where does he give the happiness from? Where does he get it from? Just like uh, a, a, a trader, he sells. But he gets it from his supplier. So, the spiritual master, the pure devotee, he gives happiness to others, but he gets his supply from Krishna. So, Prahlada Hlada Dayine. So, he's the, the Lord is the giver of happiness to the giver of happiness. You see that? So, um, the devotee. Uh, so, Prahlada Ahlada Dayine and Hiranya Kashipoh of Hiranyakashipu. So, what is the meaning of Hiranyakashipu? Hiranya means gold. Hiranya means gold. Kashipu means soft bed. Soft bed. 
or pillow like that very soft so gold and soft bed in soft bed a man usually has sexual pleasures with women and uh, also sleep so these are the things that uh, ordinary uh, materialist wants money women and this is the enjoyment and he wants to sleep or sex on this is the this is the whole thing in a materialist's mind so and hiranyakashipu his name was given like that because he is the pinnacle of a materialist he had so much gold he had so much wealth not only i mean just not only mining from this earth the entire three worlds was under him the demigods it is said in the bhagavatam seventh canto he was so fearful uh, i mean fear not fearful he was fearsome he was so fearsome that the demigods would run away just if he unfavorably raises his eyebrow in anger if he becomes angry like this that's it <laughs> the demigods the devatas they used to hide themselves wherever they can because that would mean absolute destruction so like that with terror he he completely ruled the entire universe and mind you this hiranyakashipu was jay and vijay i mean jaya and hiranyakashipu vijay so actually they were gatekeepers in vaikuntha gatekeepers in vaikuntha ordinarily if you see a gatekeeper in this material world it's just like very low end job correct so even a gatekeeper of vaikuntha of course there is no difference in vaikuntha whether you are a gatekeeper or whether you are fanning the lord or whether you are a uh, very intimate friend with the lord there is no difference but just you know, just to compare a gatekeeper of vaikuntha is so powerful that all the demigods cannot match him put together not just one against one one against one. no all of the demigods put together cannot match hiranyakashipu that is the power of a eternal associate of the lord so hiranyakashipu hiranyakashipu means of hiranyakashipu vaksha means chest shila on the stone like shila means stone um just like we say shalagram shila so shila means stone um tanka chisels nakha alaye whose nails so now if you go to the translation i offer my obeisances to lord narasimha who gives joy to prahlad maharaj and whose nails are like chisels on the stone like chest of the demon hiranyakashipu so this is very important verse actually it looks very simple right now you see it is very uh, uh, prudent to note that the killing of hiranyakashipu the ripping apart of the chest of hiranyakashipu was mentioned second but prahlad halad dayane is mentioned first although in chronology the killing of uh, hiranyakashipu happened first and the blessings to prahlad maharaj happened later on now why is this so so krishna says in the bhagavad gita so very famous verse परित्राणाय साधूनां विनाशाय च दुष्कृताम् परित्राणाय साधूनां विनाशाय च दुष्कृताम् 
ಧರ್ಮ ಸಂಸ್ಥಾಪನಾರ್ಥಾಯ ಸಂಭವಾಮಿ ಯುಗೆ ಯುಗೆ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಏಟ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಟು ಡೆಲಿವರ್ ದ ಪಾಯಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಟು ಅನಾಹಲೇಟ್ ದ ಮಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ವೆಲ್ ಆಸ್ ಟು ರೀಎಸ್ಟಾಬ್ಲಿಷ್ ದ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ರಿಲಿಜನ್ ಐ ಮೈ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಅಪಿಯರ್ ಮಿಲೇನಿಯಂ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮಿಲೇನಿಯಂ ಸೊ ಟು ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಟ್ ದ ಸಾಧೂಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಟು ಕಿಲ್ ಅನಾಹಲೇಟ್ ದ ಮಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ದ ಡೀಮನ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾರಸ್ ದ ಸಾಧೂಸ್ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ನಾವು ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಟು ಕಿಲ್ ದ ಡೀಮನ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಮೇನ್ ಫಂಕ್ಷನ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅನದರ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಇನ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೇಸ್ ನಾಹಂ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ ಸರ್ವಸ್ಯ ನಾಹಂ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ ಸರ್ವಸ್ಯ ಯೋಗಮಾಯ ಸಮಾವೃತ ಮೂಢೋಯಂ ನಾಭಿಜಾನಾತಿ ಲೋಕೋ ಮಾಮಜಮವ್ಯಯಂ ಯು ಸಿ ಹೀ ಸೇಸ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ನೆವರ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ದ ಫೂಲಿಶ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅನ್ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆಂಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ದೆಮ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಕವರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಮೈ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಫಾರ್ ದೇ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ನೋ ದರ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಅನ್ಬಾರ್ನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ಎಕ್ಸಾಸ್ಟಬಲ್ ಹೀಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಎನಿಬಡಿ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ದನ್ ದ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಹೀ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದ ಡೀಮನ್ ಮೇ ಚಾಲೆಂಜ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದ ದ ಲಾಡ್ ವಿಲ್ ರೆಸ್ಪಾಂಡ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಬಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಅಪಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಸೋ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಕೇಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಹಿರಣ್ಯಕಶಿಪು ಹಿರಣ್ಯಕಶಿಪು ಚಾಲೆಂಜ್ಡ್ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಇಸ್ ಹಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪಿಲ್ಲರ್ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಸರ್ ಯೆಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಇ ಬ್ರೋಕ್ ದ ಪಿಲ್ಲರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿ ಕೇಮ್ ಔಟ್ ಸೊ ಇಟ್ 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 ಲುಕ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಹಿ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ದ ಚಾಲೆಂಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಹಿರಣ್ಯಕಶಿಪು ಬಟ್ ನೋ ಹಿ ಡಿ ನಾಟ್ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ದ ಚಾಲೆಂಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಹಿರಣ್ಯಕಶಿಪು ಹಿ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ದ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಆಫ್ ನಾರದ್ ಮುನಿ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಟೇಕ್ ದಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಔಟ್ ಲೇಟರ್ ಆನ್ ಸೊ ಹಿ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಐ ಥಿಂಕ್ ವೇರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಮಿ ಸೀ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ just give me a moment huh 79 in the 7th canto 9th chapter prahlad maharaj after hiranyakashipu was killed prahlad maharaj offers some very nice prayers to the lord and in those prayers he mentions why the lord appeared here uh, he says i'll just go to that part you see in the 7929 it's a very nice verse this is uh, quite painfully slow i'll just go here so in the 7th canto 9th chapter verse 
he says mat prana rakshanam ananta pitur vadhascha manye svabhritya rishi vakyam ritam vidhatum khadgam pragrihya yadavocha dasad vidhitsus tvamishvaro madaparo vatukam harami Actually, this is part of the Prahlad Stuti, the prayers to Lord Narasimhadev. In fact, it is good for devotees to memorize this entire um, string of verses in the ninth chapter of um, the seventh canto. Not the whole chapter, there is, uh, I think, from eighth verse to the thirtieth something verse. So, here, translation My Lord, O unlimited reservoir of transcendental qualities. You have killed my father Hiranyakashipu and saved me from his sword. He had said very angrily, If there is any supreme controller other than me, let him save you. I shall now sever your head from your body. Therefore, I think that in, both in saving me and in killing him, you have acted just to prove true the words of your devotee. There is no other cause. Now, it looks like he answered the, the challenge of Hiranyakashipu. But in the purport, Srila Prabhupada mentions that, of course, Krishna, one reason for Narasimha to appear is to save Prahlad Maharaj, to give pleasure to him. Prahlada Ahalada Dayane. So, the other thing is to kill Hiranyakashipu. Uh, it is not that he has answered because Hiranyakashipu challenged, if there is any supreme controller other than me, then let him save you. He did not answer these words, although here it is said like that. You see, what he actually answered was this. The killing of Hiranyakashipu and saving of Prahlad Maharaj also strictly followed this law of the supreme controller's activities. When Prahlad's mother, Hiranyakashipu's wife Kayadhu, was under the protection of Narada, she prayed for the protection of her son from the enemy because the demigods wanted to kill the son in the womb of the Kayadhu, the mother, because Hiranyakashipu went to do tapasya and this, uh, his wife was pregnant, so they thought another demon is coming. We have to handle two demons now, two powerful demons. So, they wanted to kill the child in the womb itself before anything happens. You know, just like now they are trying to kill the, I mean, kill the coronavirus with a, you know, before it spreads. So, they don't want the spread of demonic uh, uh, culture. So, they wanted to quarantine and kill. Uh, so, but uh, Narada stopped them. No, no, no. The womb in this um, woman's, bo- uh, I mean, the boy in the woman's womb, uh, he is not a demon like his father. He is exactly opposite. In fact, he is the greatest devotee of the Lord. You know. So, then the demigods were, you know, they circumambulated her and then they left. Very satisfied. So, Hiranyakashipu's wife, Kayadhu, was under the protection of Narada uh, when she was there. She prayed for the protection of her son from the enemy, the demigods. And Narada Muni gave assurance that Prahlad Maharaj would always be saved from the enemy's hands. Thus, when Hiranyakashipu was going to kill Prahlad, the Lord saved Prahlad to fulfill his promise in Bhagavad Gita, Kaunteya Pratijanihi Name Bhakta Pranashati, and to prove the words of Narada. So, you see, so he actually answered the words of Narad Muni. Uh, that was the promise he won. Even when Krishna appeared to Nalakovar and Manigriva, he said, I am not interested in who are these people, you know, with some uh, puffed up sons of a uh, you know, uh, what is that? Amir Bab ke bigde huye bete. You know, 
So it's like uh, you know spoiled sons of rich father. Nalukuvar and Manigriva. So they're um, they're actually you know they're not worthy recipients of the Lord's mercy. But why did he you know crash those trees and liberated them? Why he gave the darshan of his childhood pastimes to them? Um, let me see. Uh, 10, 10, 25, sorry. You see, this is what Krishna thought when he, um, you know, liberated Nalakuvar and Manigrev. Devar Shirme Priyatamo, this is from uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 10, Chapter 10, Verse 25. Devarshirme priyatamo yadimau dhanadatmajau tattatha sadhayishyami yadgitam tanmahatmana. Although these two young men are the sons of the very rich Kuvera and I have nothing to do with them, Devarshi Narada is my very dear and affectionate devotee, and therefore, because he wanted me to come face to face with them, I must do so for their deliverance. Because Narad Muni cursed him when they when he, when he saw them playing with the girls in uh, the heavenly lake, naked. Uh, when Narad Muni passed by, all the girls they saw Narad Muni and they quickly covered the, themselves. But these two fellows, Nalukovar and Manigriva, they did not cover themselves. They were intoxicated. Um, so he said, "Oh, you want to you, are, you want to stand naked? You have no decency. Okay, you stand naked for thousands of years, become trees." So then they came to their senses, you know. All the intoxication that uh, Madhu, whatever they drank, all quickly wear down <laughs> when the sadhu's curse happened. So quickly they came to their senses and uh, prayed to Narada, please uh, excuse us, you know, we have acted very mischievously. So Narada Muni took a little bit of compassion. He said, all right, you, become, you will still become trees, but you will become trees where in the future Nanda Maharaj will have his house in that and you will be in his courtyard and Krishna's childhood pastimes you will witness. And he himself personally will come in front of you and he will liberate you from that curse, from this curse. So, because Narad Muni has promised, because Narad Muni is dear to Krishna, therefore to fulfill his word, because whatever promise a devotee gives, Krishna must fulfill, even at the cost of his own promise, um, that we have seen in Mahabharata also. So, uh, in Mahabharata, I, th- I think many times we have narrated the story, that Bhishma Dev was a devotee of Krishna, very great devotee of Krishna, one of the twelve Mahajans in the universe. And Arjuna also was devotee of Krishna. And Krishna's promise was that, I will not fight. And I will not fight in this battle. That was his promise from the very beginning. And he asked in Bhagavad Gita, uh, Arjuna, he asked Arjuna to promise in the Bhagavad Gita that, Arjuna, you promise. Kaunteya pratijanehe name bhakta pranashati. Uh, that my devotee will never perish. I will always save my devotee. I will always protect my devotee. He knew because um, uh, in the future Bhishma Dev will also promise. Uh, of course, it is for all time, not only that situation. For all time, this is true that um, you know Krishna's protection is. Even Ramachandra also said, Sakradeva Prapannoyas. Sakradeva Prapannoyas. Tavasmiti chayachate abhayam sarvadatasmai dadam etad vratam mama. He said, 
that Lord Ramachandra said, even if a devotee says once, once only, Sakradeva, that I am your servant, I surrender unto you. If he says even once, from that day on I will give him Abhayam Sarvata Tasmai Dadami. I will give him fearlessness from that day on. I will give him complete protection. Dadadi etad vratam mama. That is my promise. So, there also he promised. But here he asked Arjuna to promise. So, it becomes even stronger. Um, so, that his devotee's promise is there and that's it. it. It has to be done even more strongly than his own promise. So, later on Bhishmadev promised uh, because Duryodhan challenged him. Of course, Krishna, it, it's a big story. I don't want to go so, too much into detail. So, Bhishmadev said that today either Arjuna will die at my hands or Krishna has to break his promise. He said he will not fight. Either he has to give up that promise or Arjuna will die today. So, when Krishna heard of this, Arjuna's promise is there that his devotee must always be protected. Bhishmadev's promise is there, I want to kill this devotee. <laughs> now, both are devotees. Bhishmadev's devotee, Arjuna's devotee. How to adjust the situation? Okay, compromise my own promise. So, Bhishmadev was fighting so valiantly and Arjuna had no reply, no reply, absolutely no chance in front of Bhishmadev. Bhishmadev was, you know, 170 years old when he was fighting that war of Kurukshetra. 170 years old. And Arjuna was 90 years old. Both of them considered old according to our calculations. But, you know, just imagine at that, at that age also they were so uh, effective. And nobody, could, nobody in the world could face them. So, that being the case, then, uh, you know, Arjuna's bow broke many times, his chariot broke many times. And it came to a point, it was reaching its climax where Arjuna would lose his life. At that very moment... Lord Krishna stepped down and he took the broken wheel of a chariot. Uh, he took the uh, wheel of a broken chariot and then raised it above his head and charged against Bhishmadev. You know, he gave up his promise because he, take, he said, I will never take weapons to fight. He took that weapon and then came to hurl at Bhishmadev. At that time, Bhishmadev put down his bow and arrow. Oh, my, my promise was met because either one of these things have to happen. Krishna had to take up weapons or Arjuna will be killed. Krishna took up weapons, so I cannot kill Arjuna. So, in this way, Krishna has worked for his protection and he also fulfilled my promise. Mercifully, he fulfilled my promise. Bhishmadev actually, you know, was praying to the Lord. He fulfilled my promise and even compromised his own promise to do that. So, in this way, it is, it is a very, these are all bhajana rahasya. These are all secrets of devotional service, which ordinary people overlook. Only devotees can enter into the mysteries of these leelas of Krishna. So, how these things are happening? So, even when Hiranyakashipu challenged the Lord, Oh, where is he? Is he in this pillar and beat the pillar? You know, he did not answer to the challenge of Hiranyakashipu, although it appeared to be so. Uh, so, therefore, un unless we understand the, 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 the significance and the full you know, context, we will not really understand the pastimes of the Lord. Through the mercy of devotees, now Prabhupada explained in the purport. Otherwise, we would not have understood. Hmm. So, the Lord is called Bhakta Vatsala. He is always looking to give pleasure to devotees. That is his first priority. Killing demons, he can kill. Now, this coronavirus has come. With one invisible virus, he is killing so many. So, he actually doesn't, he has so many agents 
uh, the material world will create so many reasons for people to die. So, for death, he doesn't need to really come to kill them. Uh, but he comes to give prahlada ahlada dain. He gives pleasure to the devotees. Um, so, in both cases, in the Nalakovara and Manigriva and in the Narsimha also, the promise was of Narad Muni. You see how great Narad Muni was. Uh, the Lord is answering his promises everywhere. So, coming back. So, Prahlad Ahlad Dayane Paritranaya Sadhunam. And it is not that Prahlad was, uh, although he was being tortured like anything, you know, his father, just because he was chanting the Krishna's name as a five year old boy, his father tried to kill him in so many ways. He, he threw him with the cannibals, nothing, they could not harm him. He made him, made them attack with, uh, made, made them, made his people attack him with deadly weapons, no use. Threw him in boiling oil, no use. Threw him off the cliff, no use. Got him trampled by elephants, no use. Uh, threw him in the pit of uh, poisonous, deadly poisonous snakes, no use. And everything that he tried just failed, just failed. Nobody could do anything. Then he brought him home. You know, those guards could not even kill a boy. And they brought him home and then said, all right, he gave him poison in, with his own hands. Because until then, all his guards and you know, all this you know, army was doing, they thought, he thought maybe they were you know, trying to be a little too uh, lenient with him. I will do it myself. Then he gave him the cup of poison. That poison was so poisonous that a single drop of that poison would have killed hundreds of grown-up adults. And he gave him a whole cup of it. And before, you know, uh, he drank it, Prahlad Maharaj offered it to Krishna. <laughs> and the poison changed its, changed its uh, nature. And when he drank it, nothing happened again. So, then Hiranyakashipu was furious, where is your Lord? And that's, that's how it led to the whole climax. And then when, you know, the Lord actually appeared. So, the, Prahlad Maharaj was not really, uh, you know, uh, distressed, even though he was so much tortured. He was patiently suffering all that. Actually, in fact, the Lord was taking so much good care of him, that even when he was thrown off the cliff, Krishna actually caught him, invisible to the demons. He caught him. So, in this way, he was always saving Prahlad. So, actually, Prahlad was never even feeling all the pains. You know, It was not that when he, when he was put in the boiling oil, all his skin all burnt. No, nothing happened. Uh, it was not that he was all burned and he was tolerating all that pain and you know he was in distress. Not even that. The Lord saved him all. He did not, not nothing could even touch him. He was so immortal. The immortality that his father asked for from Brahma, that his his son has got. <clears throat> his son Prahlad Maharaj had that power, which actually Brahma was trying for one hundred years, and he was only a five-year-old boy. He had that power. So, therefore, Hiranyakashipu was so puzzled. Why is, how is this possible? So, like that, um, the whole thing happened. So, he came out. Although he came for the pleasure of Prahlad, the first thing he did was, Hiranyakashipu or Vakshaha, Shilatankana Khalaye. You know, Hiranyakashipu's Vaksha, the chest of Hiranyakashipu was like a stone, you know. 
not only his chest was like a stone physically, but his heart also was like a stone, stone hearted. He had absolutely no uh, warmth for his son Prahlad, who was such a small boy, innocent boy, who was such a great devotee, nothing, no fault. He had absolutely no fault. In fact, Krishna said in the Bhagavad Gita, You see, in, in the 10th chapter, he said, uh, among all the demons, I am Prahlad. Prahladas chasmi daityanam kalah kalayatamaham mriganam cha mrigendroham vainate yas cha pakshinam. See, among the daitya demons, I am the devoted Prahlad. And among subduers, subduers, I am time. Among beasts, I am the lion. And among birds, I am Garuda. So, he was telling all the uh, superlative examples in each case, in each uh, category. So, among the demons, the representation of Krishna is Prahlad. He chose Prahlad. He, Krishna himself spoke Prahlad's name in the Bhagavad Gita. You see, that uh, topmost devotee he was. Uh, so, and there was absolutely no fault of him, but Hiranyakashipu was so stone-hearted, hmm, that he had no mercy for Prahlad. He had absolutely no mercy. His own son, not some other's son, his own son. And still he wanted to kill so badly. So his heart was of stone and his chest physically was also of stone. Nobody could even touch him. Why the demigods feared him so much? Even Indra. The thunderbolt of Indra cannot do anything to him. To Hiranyakashipu. That powerful he was. You see? He ripped apart his chest like as if it was nothing, you know. Um, it was actually like thunderbolts. His nails were even stronger than thunderbolts, you know. That is explained in, the, in one nice verse in the Bhagavatam. Prahlad Maharaj himself says, You see, this is uh, cha- Canto 5, uh, Chapter 18, Text 8, 5.18.8 of Srimad Bhagavatam. This is Prahlad Maharaj's prayers. Om Namo Bhagavate Narasimhaya Namaste Jastejase Avir Avir Bhava Vajranakha Vajradamstra Karmashayan Randhaya Randhaya Tamo Grasa Grasa Om Swaha Abhayam Abhayam Atmani Bhuyishtha Om Kshraun. You see? This is the prayer of Prahlad. You see, very nicely he said, I offer my respectful obeisances unto Lord Narsimha Dev, the source of all power. O my Lord, who possess nails and teeth, just like thunderbolts, kindly vanquish our demon-like desires for fruitive activity in this material world. Please appear in our hearts and drive away our ignorance so that by your mercy we may become fearless in the struggle for existence in this material world. You see how he is praying. And... You see, he, he, this is, he, he possessed, the Lord possessed nails and teeth just like thunderbolts. So powerful. Even a stone, if there is a thunderbolt, the stone will be crashed to pieces. A mountain can be crashed by thunderbolts. So, the, the nails on the hands of Narasimhadev were like thunderbolts, not like our nails, you know. You know, we, t- we hit something and then the nail comes out and then all the blood is coming out. So weak nail. <laughs> you know, many times it happen, right? It happens to us. The nail just, you know, comes off either our foot or, you know, sometimes our hand and blood clot happens inside. And that kind of nails are too weak, you see. See how fragile these are. But his nails are like thunderbolts, you know. 
That's why there is a nice uh, um, shloka um, in the Shodasabahu Narsimashtakam. Bhukandam, Varanandam, Paravaraviratam, Dampadam, Porudampam, Dim, 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 Didimbam, Dhamapi, Dhamai, Jampa, Jampais, Jampai, Tullyas, Tullyas, Tutullyah, Dhuma, 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 Kaihi, Kunkumang, Kaihi, Kumang, Kaihi, Etatte, Purna, Yuktam, Aharaha, Karaha, Patumam, Narasimha. Bhubrid, Bhubrid, Bhujangam, Pralaya, Ravavaram, Prajvalat, Jvalamalam, Kharjarjam, Kharjadurjam, Kikacha, Kacha, Kachit, Kharjadurjarjayantam, Bhubhagam, Bhogabhagam, Gagagagaganam, Gardamartyugragandam, Swacham, Pucham, Swagacham, Swajana, Jananutah, Patumam, Narasimha. I don't think there is any need for any translation for this verse. Just by hearing the sound of the verse, you can understand the fear, I mean the fear that he is instilling into the hearts of the demons. The, the fear personified will be fear of this face of Lord Narasimhadev. He was so fearsome. He was completely destroying the demons like anything. You know. So, that was his anger. Completely uncontrollable. Completely uncontrollable. And he was so big. When he came out of the pillar first, he could not even see where this Hiranyakashipu was. Where is he? You know, he was so huge. And his mane, when he was moving with all his, you know, with his fearsome, you know, antics, all the clouds were being dispersed by the hair on his body, you know, on, on his head. You know, the lion has the, so much hair, you know, not the lioness, the lion has so much hair. So, his hair was like completely moving even the clouds, you know. So, he was so fearsome. So, that kind of strength, when he came out and he, when he, pierced open the chest of Hiranyakashipu and he tear, tore apart. Then he tore apart as if it was nothing. It was torn like, but it ho he tore apart like as if it was some, you know, some piece of paper, you know, just like that. <laughs> that is the Lord. So, although however strong we may, we may be physically, mentally or whatever it is, the Lord is always million times, trillion, innumerable times more stronger than us. So, he killed Hiranyakashipu first before he blessed Prahlad. Later on, he actually put his hand on Prahlad and you know blessed him. So it appeared that he did the. Uh, he actually maybe came first because although his priority was to give pleasure to the devotees, but it looked like his first thing that he did was to kill the demons. Although that's his secondary mission. You see? Because usually they are always harassing. So he first answers that. And, so, the, one more thing we can learn from this is, so, we have to always have faith in the protection of the Lord Narasimhadev. So, although sometimes things may happen against our, our you know, it, it may look like reversal, but ultimately, in the end, the blessings of the Lord are always there for the devotee, provided we are sincere in our devotional service. So, the, pro, the protection of the Lord will always be there. Um, Although first it looks like he is doing something else, maybe his priority is something else. Sometimes it looks like the demons are very powerful. Just like even before Narasimhadev came out from the pillar, he, I mean, Prahlad Maharaj endured so much punishment. So it looked like Hiranyakashipu was all powerful and Prahlad was helpless. So although it looked like that, because of his humility and tolerance, the Lord answered, you know, and destroyed the demon and saved him. So, even though the order may be different in chronology, 
but the priority is never in different that's why this is so important that this prayer prahlada hlada dayane is first and hiranyakashipur vaksha shilatankana khala is second so this is the meaning see how much meaning is there even in the order of the uh, placement of words now ito narsimha parato narsimho yato yato yami tato narsimha bahir narsimho hridaye narsimho narsimham adim sharanam prapadye now we'll go to word to word itah here narsimha lord narsimha parata there narsimha lord narsimha yatah yatah wherever yami i go tatah there narsimha lord narsimha bahih externally narsimha lord narsimha hridaye in the heart narsimha lord narsimha narsimham to lord narsimha adim the origin sharanam the supreme refuge prapadye i surrender so if you see the translation so in this way we have to understand the song you know when we are singing this is not just for now this is what we should always know when we are singing at that time when we are singing the sanskrit this meaning should be manifesting in our mind a picture of the lord you know the whole past time these verses are nothing but they are the same as a painting you know if you understand the words it will be a nice painting in your mind you know nice painting you can the whole past time in fact you can make it a video also in your mind you know it doesn't have to be a still it can be moving so this is called meditation meditation on the pa- on the on the past times and you know uh, form of the lord that can be done with these prayers offered by great devotees so when we hear these descriptions we can you know imagine just like i chanted those two verses from shodasabahu narsimhashtakam so even though one readily does not know the meaning of all the words in fact even honestly <laughs> i don't know some of the words the meaning of the words because i have not seen the translation of that verse until now i have only seen the sanskrit some of the words can be understood but some of them can't be understood but just by hearing you can actually pictureize the whole scene how he was so fearsome and he was destroying all the demons and killed hiranyakashipu and he was you know destruction personified even lord shiva was even although shiva is the you know he does the tandavanritya you know the dance of destruction the entire universe is destroyed by his dance lord shiva could not dare to come i mean come before the lord he was so afraid of lord narasimhadev lord shiva i mean you can just imagine what lord narasimhadev's anger was so this is called supremacy when you say supreme doesn't mean only one side oh he is very loving only very but he cannot be angry the lord cannot be angry no when he is anger nobody and absolutely nobody can be as angry as him that is called supremacy supreme means he is supreme in everything his his anger is supreme his love is supreme his his uh, when he cheats his cheating is supreme nobody can be a greater cheater than him you know that also he said in the <laughs> bhagavad gita of all cheating i am gambling the greatest of cheats so nothing when anything uh, if if he if he is uh, if you talk about being a debauchee he is the greatest debauchee ever nobody can match him and like this if you see any angle it may sound bad in this material world 
But in Krishna, when it is exhibited by Krishna, he is, he is glorified. Just like a thief. A thief is a criminal in this world. But Krishna is such a thief that he is glorified. There is a nice song by Bilumangal Thakur. Chorashtakam. <laughs> Chorashtakam. You know, he, he, put, he, did a, he wrote an ashtakam. Uh, eight verses glorifying a thief. The supreme thief. You know. Um, of course, we can always go through that song. But maybe for another day. But, you know, very, very, very beautiful song, Chorashtakam. That, you know, you are stealing the sins of all the devotees. You know, you have stolen the butter from the gopis. You have stolen the the, the dress of the young gopis. And, you know, for all your crimes of thievery, for your stealing, Bilumangal Thakur says, I will imprison you within my heart. This is your punishment. And I will never release you. So, in this way, very beautifully, very uniquely, he prayed to the Lord. Uh, so, although he is a thief, he is glorified for that. So, his thief, his, his stealing is also good. His stealing is also a blessing. His anger is also a blessing. His love is also a blessing. Uh, his chastisement is a blessing. His, his, if he, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was young, he was, you know, um, uh, enacting pastimes of utmost arrogance. He was so arrogant when he was a young boy, teenage boy. Um, but of course, it was to correct everybody and, you know, he was doing his pastimes in a different way. Um, so, his arrogance also was supreme. You know. Uh, so, every every side of Krishna is supreme. Not just one side. Oh, he has uh, you know, unlimited love and zero anger. No. Anoraniyan mahatomahiyan. His greatness is, he is greater than the greatest. At the same time, he is smaller than the smallest. He goes into the atom. Uh, so, both. Just like now, our... You know, um, modern civilization is so well equipped with everything. But this small thing, virus, is completely has completely paralyzed the whole world. And Lord Krishna is so small that he goes into this virus also as Paramatma. So, just see how small he is. So, by small, the small also can be great. It is not that only big is great and small is as small is not. You see how now the small virus has created such a havoc. It is so great that the whole world's economy completely has been destroyed just by a small thing. So, greatness is always all round. That is real greatness, not just one-sided. So, he is in the heart and he is outside as well. He is inside and outside. This is actually, this shloka especially, is the view of a real devotee. A devotee viewpoint, I mean, vision of the Lord is like this. Everywhere he sees the Lord. That's why when Hiranyakashipu asked uh, Prahlad Maharaj, where is your Lord? And Prahlad Maharaj immediately replied, he is everywhere. He, he did not say out of, like where, we also say, where is the Lord? Well, the Lord is everywhere. But I can't see him, you know, uh, because I am covered by Maya, uh, not pure. So I can't see him. Although theoretically we understand he is everywhere. But this is not the platform from which devotees like Prahlad or Srila Prabhupada, they speak from. They speak from a totally different platform. They actually see. In fact, there was... Um, who? I think Narad Muni. He said... Um, was it he? I think it was him. This boy who is in the womb... Uh, I think Narad Muni, yes. He told the demigods that this boy in the womb is not only a devotee, not only completely opposite uh, to his father, he is very unique in the sense... Everybody, devotees, usual ordinary devotees, they know that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is everywhere. 
He is in everyone's heart. But this devotee is so unique and special that he can actually see. He can actually see. This Prahlad can see the Lord everywhere in everyone's heart. This is not an exaggeration. This is never an exaggeration. We think Because we cannot see, we think, oh, the pure devotee when Prabhupada, you know, he is also like us. You know, you know he is feeling Krishna or you know, something like that. No. He is not just feeling Krishna. He is actually seeing Krishna 24 hours a day. Although he may see everything else also, he will see, he sees Krishna also. That is explained by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti. Sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti. Sarvatra hoi tava ishtadevas purti. Tar ishtadevas purti. Sarvatra hoi tar ishtadevas purti. So, the pure devotee, sthavar jangam. So, there are two classes. So, either things are moving or non-moving. So, whether he sees things as uh, the moving things or non-moving things or whatever he sees, sthavar jangam dekhe, na dekhe tar murti. He is not really seeing their forms. Of course, he is seeing, he knows. But he is seeing something more which we can't even see. Sarvatrahoy nija ishtadevas purti. Everywhere he is seeing the Lord. Everywhere. And this is also explained in the Brahma Samhita. Preman jana churita bhakti vilochanena. We will take out that verse. It's a very beautiful verse. Preman jana churita bhakti vilochanena santa sadaiva hridayeshu viloka yam shama sundaram achintya gunasvarupam govindam adipurusham tamaham bhajami preman jana churita I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who is Shamsundar, Krishna himself, with inconceivable, innumerable attributes, whom the pure devotees see in the heart of hearts, with the eye of devotion, tinged with the salve of love. Prema Anjana, with the eye of devotion, they can see something much more than what we can see. They can see the Lord everywhere. It is not just a belief. They are not just believing that the Lord is everywhere. That may be our position. At least my position. But the, the pure devotee like Prahlad Maharaj or even Srila Prabhupada, they are seeing the Lord everywhere. Every pure devotee, he sees the Lord. Hmm. Even Narad Muni is also like that. Hmm. So, Ito Narsimha, Parato Narsimha. Here is Narsimha, there is Narsimha. Yato yato yami tato narsimha. Wherever I am saying, there is narsimha. Bahir narsimha, hridaya narsimha. Inside and outside. Antar bahiravasthitam. Kunti Devi is also praying. Maya javanikachannam. Agnyadhoksha jamavyayam. Nalakshase mudadrisha. Nato natyadharo yatha. Maya javanikachannam. What is that? Agnyadhoksha jamavyayam. No, no, no. I am mixing up two verses. Namasye Purusham Tvadhyam Ishwaram Prakriteha Param Alaksham Sarvabhutanam Antar Bahiravasthitam Very nice verse. Kunti Devi is saying
Srimati Kunti said, O oh Krishna, I offer my obeisances unto you because you are the original personality and are unaffected by the qualities of the material world. You are existing both within and without everything, yet you are invisible to all. Uh, you are invisible to all, but he is visible to the Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena, the one whose eyes are tinged with the ointment of love. This is Kanto 1, Chapter 8, Verse 18. This sloka. So now, uh, I surrender to Lord Narasimha, the origin of all things and the supreme refuge. Then the third verse. Tavakara Kamala Vare Nakamadbhuta Shringam Dalita Hiranyakashipu Tanubhringam Keshavadrita Narahari Rupa Jaya Jagadishahare Jaya Jagadishahare Jaya Jagadishahare So Word to word. This is from Jayadev Goswami, the Shavatara Stotra. Tava, your Kara Kamala Vare, upon the beautiful lotus hands, Nakam, the nails. Srila <laughs> Prabhupada actually described this, commented on this. How can lotus have nails? Where did you, where is such an experience where lotus has such strong and powerful? you know, like, you know, so, um, how to say, like cruel, nails are very like, you know, sharp and not very pleasing to see, you see, such strong, sharp weapons and they are never to be found on lotus flower, but how, how this is there, upon the beautiful lotus hands, nakam, the nails, as strong as thunderbolts, vajranakha, you know, Prahlad has just, in the verse we have seen, vajranakha, vajradamstra, you know, the teeth and nails of the Lord are like thunderbolts. And where you find such description where lotus is there. and So, there Srila Prabhupada says, this is the inconceivability of the Lord. Although they are sharp and, you know, fearsome for the demons, uh, fearful, I mean, fearsome for the demons, they are like lotus for the devotees. Hmm. The same hand blessed Prahlad Maharaj. He put the hand on Prahlad Maharaj's head. Whereas the same hand ripped apart the the intest- I mean the, the stomach of the chest of Hiranyakashipu and the stomach the intestines he wore as garlands same hand so the description is that the 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 cub the lion is very fearsome for other animals but to its own cubs it is not at all fearsome in fact the small cubs they they play with the lion and they enjoy in fact they feel protection from the lion because they have taken shelter of the lion uh, whereas uh, the, the, the deer or the other animals, they feel such fear and extreme, you know, fear of death. So, just like a cat, um, when it carries its kitten in the mouth, the kitten is feeling the, you know, the love of the mother. Whereas the same mouth, when the rat sees the mouth of the cat, it is death for the rat. So, the demons, um, the, the devotees are very dear uh, to the Lord and therefore the Lord uh, the same hands of the Lord which killed the demon uh, are lotus-like, lotus-like, very beautiful, beautiful at the same time. They are not like, you know, fearsome means, it was beautiful and fearsome at the same time. That is the Lord. How can somebody be beautiful and fearsome at the same time? That is the Lord. Uh, that is the inconceivable potency of the Lord. 
whereas here we, we have either duality, either this or that. No, but the Lord, both. His anger is also liberating, his friendship is also liberating. Everything is liberating about the Lord. And his anger is beautiful, his friendship is beautiful. His, his, his killing, his fearsome form is beautiful. At the same time, it is also uh, fearsome. Both at the same time. Adbhuta shringam, wonderfully sharp tips. Adbhuta, wonderful. Shringam means very, very sharp. Dalita, ripped apart. Hiranyakashipu Tanu, the body of the demon Hiranyakashipu. It was just, you know, like in that verse, Kharjarjam, Kharjadurjam, Khikacha, Khacha, Khachit, Kharjadur, Jarjayantam. You know, it's just tore apart like anything. You can actually feel Khikacha, Khacha, Khachit, all the, the flesh and the blood are splattering about and you know, like, like it was so violent scene, you know. So, not only he did not kill only Hiranyakashipu, he killed thousands and millions of his soldiers as well, you know. Yeah, so, he was doing all that, you know. He killed them all in an instant. He fought, fought like anything. Uh, Bringam, the wasp, the wasp-like demon, Hiranyakashipu. For, for, although for demigods, he was such a great terror. For the Lord, he was like a wasp, you know, like an insect. You just, you know, you know, some, some, if you take an insect and then cut open it, dissect it. Like that, the Lord, for him, is just like an effortless thing. Keshava, oh Lord Keshava, of fine hair. Keshava means? Kesha means hair. Keshava means the person who has very, very fine hair. Beautiful hair. Dhrita Narahari Rupa. Dhrita means who has accepted. Who have accepted. Narahari Rupa means the form of this half man, half lion. Nara man, hari and lion. Um, Narahari. Hari means lion. Because he... he um, Hari means to steal. You know, the lion grasps. You know, the, its prey like a, you know, like that. One who takes away like that by force is Hari. So Jaya Jagadish, all glories to the Lord of the universe. Hare, O Lord Hari. Now, the meaning. O Keshava, O Lord of the Universe, O Lord Hari, who have assumed the form of half man, half lion, all glories to you. Just as one can easily crusp, uh, sorry, easily crush a wasp between one's fingernails, so in the same way the body of the wasp-like demon, Hiranyakashipu, has been ripped apart by the wonderful pointed nails on your beautiful lotus hands. So such contradictory things come in perfect harmony and unison in the Lord sharp nails and lotus hands at the same time they you cannot imagine them together but they exist in complete harmony in the lord then so this is the prayers so uh, just to understand more significance of how you know uh, some you know in uh, there is a very uh, dear pastime very important pastime which all devotees should know about narsimhadev um, of course, we know about Prahlad Maharaj, but even in the case of Srila Prabhupada, there was a very important pastime. You all know this pastime. I think many of the devotees here know the pastime, but you know, th somehow this is not so much highlighted, but actually it is the same as Prahlad Maharaj's pastime. So, this happened uh, when Prabhupada was on the ship. 
when Prabhupada was on the Jaladuta and he, he boarded the Jaladuta ship from India to USA and um, he boarded it in Calcutta. He got down in America in Boston, Boston Harbor. So on the August 13th, 1965, he boarded the ship and I think on the 20, no, on the 14th day, on the 13th or 14th day of the voyage, I think the voyage lasted for how long? 38 days or something? Something like that. So, the 14th day, he had, 13th and 14th day, two severe heart attacks in two nights. And the whole, I mean, because it was storm, the heavy storm, and Atlantic is one of the roughest sea. It is the roughest sea among all the seven seas. The Atlantic is roughest. And he was crossing the Atlantic in the ship. So, two nights, two heart attacks. He was 70 years old, you know. So, after that, he had this dream, which Srila Prabhupada mentioned, that all the ten incarnations, the Shavatar, in fact, all the incarnations, in fact, I have a illustration of Srila Prabhupada's dream. Here it is. Beautiful illustration. How to... I will try to make it big. I hope you can see this. So, you see, you can see Prabhupada here. I will just uh, remove myself from the screen so you can see it in full glory. There you go. So, there you see Prabhupada on the ship and Bhagavatam was behind him and Krishna is personally actually um, uh, Prabhupada said uh, Krishna was personally pulling the boat and all the ten incarnations were rowing the boat rowing the ship Balram, Ram, Lord Ramachandra, Parshuram you know all in fact even Hamsavatar Varahavatar, Kurmavatar, Matsyavatar you can see all and behind you see Narsimhadev he is protecting the devotee uh, this is the dream that Srila Prabhupada had that night. And after this, in fact, Prabhupada also said that, I'll just, so Prabhupada also said that Krishna came and personally massaged his head and it is said that he also described that Krishna was pulling the boat and uh, the ship and looking at Prabhupada and smiling at him. Uh, these are not just some, you know, dreams, you know, just like how we have some amazing dream here and there. Uh, it is just like insignificant. No, they are factual, they are real. In fact, it was so real that after that day, the entire voyage until Boston, the sea was exceptionally calm, exceptionally calm. And the captain of the ship told Prabhupada, uh, Sadhu, I mean, uh, Swamiji, please, you <laughs> come with us every time because... You know, we have never seen, you know, in my whole career, I have never seen the Atlantic Ocean so calm. So, Prabhupada said, by Krishna's mercy, that's all. But, this is what actually happened. 
the lord was personally he although he was this, he was thinking he was the captain of the ship but actually no krishna was the captain of the ship <laughs> for prabhupada um, and when krishna is the captain you know the ordinary captain he can only control the ship krishna can control the whole weather the ocean the, the wind the, the sun everything he can control um, what is that there is a nice uh, verse i think uh, 325 42 i'll just take it out <laughs> so when krishna becomes a captain that's why when krishna becomes the sarathi for arjuna uh, then what you know what is there what loss is there for such a devotee you know when krishna is holding the reins मद्भयात्वातिवातोयम् सूर्यस्थपति मद्भयात् वर्षतिंद्रो दहत्यग्निर्मृत्युश्चरति मद्भयात् नो दिस इज कांटो 3 चैप्टर 25 वर्स 42 इट इज बिकॉज़ ऑफ माय सुप्रीमसी कृष्णा इज सेइंग इट इज बिकॉज़ ऑफ माय सुप्रीमसी दैट द विंड ब्लोस आउट ऑफ फियर ऑफ मी द सन शाइन्स आउट ऑफ फियर ऑफ मी एंड द लॉर्ड ऑफ द क्लाउड्स इंद्रा सेंड्स फॉर्थ शावर्स आउट ऑफ फियर ऑफ मी fire burns out of fear of me and the death goes about taking its toll out of fear of me death is fearing krishna indra the sun surya uh, the vayu everybody they are fearing the lord and doing their duties and if the lord so wills that his devotee must be, must be protected and the atlantic must be atlantic must be devoid of any storm that's it when ramachandra bhagwan he came down he shot arrows at the, at the ocean the samudra surrendered to him <laughs> the samudra surrendered to the lord uh, please please you build your bridge you know i'm sorry i, I did not respond to you earlier that was samudra whereas you shot at the samudra what will happen you will be swept and killed you know totally consumed uh, so the lord is so powerful uh, so this is what we have to understand hmm that lord became the captain of prabhupada's ship and this captain was uh, just a decoy <laughs> just like you know uh, what is that uh, um, some farce he that captain was just a farce the real captain was krishna and all the dashavatar not just krishna alone all the dashavatar everybody came what this is what this paltry captain can do you know uh, let me ride the boat krishna rode the boat for uh, prabhupada and he massaged his heart you know Uh, this this is a very nice pastime where lord narsimhadev was protecting from behind the whole ship you know you can see in the picture you see lord narsimhadev right at the behind in his fearsome form he was protecting the ship from this was the vision that prabhupada had and it's not just a vision you know like a dream no it is actually the fact when pure devotee come on we cannot equate prabhupada's dreams to our dreams no we cannot his vision is just reality it is reality he may humbly even say it is a dream he must have even seen like in, in while wa- in wakefulness he actually always sees krishna anyway so you see narsimhadev was protecting him from behind and all the incarnations were rowing the boat here and, and in front was krishna you know pulling the pulling the boat pulling the ship and he was looking at prabhupada and smiling at prabhupada this was the thing that prabhupada saw just imagine what was prabhupada's position just like narsimhadev came to protect prahlad maharaj and all the avatars came to protect shila prabhupada and his mission and therefore even 
later on he introduced this prayer in the movement in 1970 that namaste narasimhaya he asked the devotees to chant this morning and evening because he wanted protection for the devotees personal i mean see the lord protects in different ways he protects at a physical level and more more importantly at a spiritual level he protects our spiritual life from going down the drain you know so so that we don't fall pray to maya and also to protect the whole movement because the movement the whole hari krishna movement you know is to is a big a very big undertaking in a very dangerous world uh, because the entire world you know the whole material world is demoniac so just like hiranyakashipu threatened prahlad maharaj's ex- very existence although he could not by krishna's mercy because he took shelter of narasimhadev similarly prabhupad wanted his devotees his disciples to take the shelter of narasimhadev and push on this movement uh, we should take shelter of narasimhadev not for our own protection uh, for our material activities oh i want to start a business so i pray to narasimhadev to protect my business but what if my business is full of sinful activities what if i am doing some meat business or you know it so the lord won't protect that so we cannot whimsically ask the lord for protection when we are doing something against the lord that will not happen of course there is an example though that there is this fisherman who used to uh, i will i will go go, to, go through that as well a beautiful pastime in the chaitanya charitamrita where a fisherman although he was catching fish in the night in the dead of the night he was he used to go alone and he used to chant the narsimha prayers <clears throat> and in fact chaitanya mahaprabhu um blessed him later on and he became a lover of godhead <clears throat> i will go through the past time as well but here you see so this is a very important past time we devotees have to remember narsimhadev how he protected uh, shri prabhupada now moving on actually while i was reading this uh, past time of um, you know the prabhupada's dream in the jaladuta there's a very nice uh, quote by sumati morarji so i i wanted to share this as well this is a very nice uh, thing sumati morarji was the one um, i think all of you might know she is the one, uh, owner of that steamship company uh, and she is the one who gave prabhupada the free ticket on her ship to america so it was her company so her name was sumati morarji and she later on after shri prabhupad <coughs> after shri prabhupad uh, attained samadhi and um, later on she wrote this once so she said uh, she was even my materialists even she was very famous in india because she was the only one only one not only in india but the whole world she was the only woman who owned a, a shipping company it was a completely male dominated uh, industry and she was the only woman who owned such a company and therefore many people had a great respect for her it was in the newspapers when she actually passed away at the age of 91 um uh, due to cardiac arrest so she said a very a nice thing uh, it is not purely for business motives that we today concentrate on shipping we want our people to travel abroad and the foreigners to see our ancient land it has been the indian tradition to export the best to foreign countries we did business in merchandise for centuries but our most precious cargo has been ideas of universal brotherhood and deep spirituality our tradition of such transcendent goodwill to all has continued throughout so this is what sumati maharaj said and 
practically she did the best export she exported shri prabhupad <laughs> to the western country and when you say prabhupad the whole vedic culture everything was exported you know outside the borders of india it was a majestic moment in the history of vaishnavism it was a moment to be cherished for thousands and millions of years because never has this happened that you know the, an ambassador of krishna consciousness such a pure vaishnava has actually even though jesus christ himself is a vaishnava and he he preached but he did not preach the vedic religion he preached a very rudimentary form of religion in christianity and he of course he is also uh, he is worthy of our worship and our respect but prabhupada did far far more than what jesus christ even offered you know and he went to the west and exported the entire culture the entire krishna consciousness and made them devotees the whole world you know was you know uh, ablaze with krishna consciousness that was the export the india's best export sumati murarji was instrumental and prabhupada actually made her uh, an instrument in krishna service so of course prabhupada saw her as a gopi you know she is a gopi of krishna she she gave me the ticket you know she helped me serve krishna pure devotee's vision is always different from us you know uh, prabhupada always uh, he revered her as a gopi of krishna therefore she gave me the chance to serve krishna in foreign countries so she must be a gopi so in this way he was you know always uh, although he actually pestered her so much she was not wanting to give him a ticket at all because she thought you are an old man you will die you are 70 years old what you will do there it is so you are so old and it is so cold for you you will die you will just walking into death why why you want to go this, this way i don't know no in fact so then after that she did not even she refused even appointments with him she did not want to see him then he pestered with her secretary please please you tell her like this that this swami ji is very enthusiastic to go he was actually literally dictating the terms to the secretary what to tell sumati murarji <laughs> and finally finally after so much um, pestering then finally she she agreed to see him and when she agreed to see him he he opened the door into her office he said one thing just said one thing please give me one ticket please give me one ticket you know and she saw in his eyes you know he there was so much longing in his eyes so much strong determination to fulfill the order of his guru that she she had to she could not say no although she could not see that he was going to go into danger but she said no okay fine how will arrange so and she made so much nice arrangement for prabhupada to you know she she told the captain you know he is a vaishnava vegetarian because she herself was from the vallabha sampradaya you know from the uh, gujarati vaishnava so she knew all the vaishnava she herself was vegetarian and vaishnava family so she told the captain this is vaishnava vegetarian swami sadhu you know please take care of him nicely so the captain also brought extra vegetables otherwise they would eat meat so he brought so many extra vegetables just because prabhupad was there and every port that the ship you know stopped you know he would get he would make sure that there are vegetables you know bought for prabhupad so in this way the whole uh, thing happened so this is very interesting to see and while this was happening that great incident happened on the ship on sumati murarji's ship krishna actually pulled her ship see how fortunate prabhupad made uh, sumati murarji also fortunate you know her ship was driven by krishna um so now i will just go through quickly 
the five prayers of uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur to Lord Narasimhadev. Uh, so, this is the mood uh, we can understand how uh, we should pray, for what we should pray to Narasimhadev. So, this is taken from Sri Navadvi Bhava Taranga. And you see how it, it is very important to note how Bhaktivinoda Thakur is praying. We will go through that now. So, Sri Bhaktivinoda Thakur has written five beautiful prayers in Sri Navadvip Bhava Taranga. It is a book about the glories of Navadvip. He, written, he has written three books on Navadvip. Uh, the Navadvip Dham Mahatmya for Parikram, Navadvip Dham Mahatmya for Pramana, that means all the scriptural evidences on the glories of Navadvip, on the real significance of Navadvip. Navadvip, by the way, is, uh, is uh, in near Mayapur in West Bengal. Navadvip means nine islands. So, it is uh, shaped like a lotus. Actually, it has a very spiritual significance. And only the Lord, whose eyes are full of love of Godhead, he can see a totally different thing. Uh, uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur called it Ishodhyan, the Lord's garden. Uh, Isha Udhyan, Ishodhyan. So, he saw a very, very grand spiritual garden there the whole Navadvip and the entire, um, you know, the whole place. But he said for the ordinary material, in, in the Bhava, Navadvip Bhava Taranga, he said, for the ordinary materialist, he will just see a hut and a, a, you know, a pot of water and, you know, just like a very normal place. Only one whose eyes have been tinged with the devotion of to Krishna, he can see a very grand spiritual garden of the Lord here. And everything desirable is here in this garden. Now, geographically, historically, there is no such place. But Bhaktivinoda Thakur always saw that garden. Hmm. So, in that garden, there is one place called Sri Narsimhapuri. And he describes that. And after that, these five prayers happen. Actually, this uh, Navadvip Bhav Taranga has 168 verses. So, this is the 36th to 40th verse. Uh, he prays to Lord Narsimha. You see how he prays. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has written five beautiful prayers in Sri Navadvip Bhavataranga for receiving the mercy of Lord Narasimha. These prayers are certainly assurance to all sincere devotees that the worship of Lord Narasimha is purely in line of aspiring love and devotion to Sri Sri Radha and Krishna. Those prayers are as follows. You see, he is praying to Lord Narasimha to give him love of Radha and Krishna. Remove all the obstacles in my devotion to Radha and Krishna. Also, Narasimha, although Narasimha and Krishna, there is no difference. He is inclined towards Radha and Krishna worship. Just like the gopis in the Rasa dance, Raslila. You know, they were dancing with Krishna and all and Krishna suddenly, dis- suddenly disappeared. And they were searching for him and searching for him. At one point, he manifested his four-armed form as Narayana. And he was sitting under the tree. And when they, when they, in their search for Krishna, when they saw Narayana, they bowed down to him and they, you know, uh, they... they seek his blessings so that they can find Krishna again. Uh, Narayana and Krishna is the same thing, but their mood is to see Krishna, not even in the Chaturbhuj Narayan Rup. He, he exhibited his Chaturbhuj Narayan Rup. They paid respects, but they did not have the same feeling of intimacy as Krishna. Similarly, we find here, he is praying to Lord Narasimhadev with utmost, utmost respect, you know, but he is praying for the love of Radha and Krishna. See, he is saying, E dushta kamad ripu chaya Kutinati Pratishthasa Shatya Sada Raya Hridaya Shodhana Ar Krishner Vasana Narsimha Charane Mora Eitu Kamana. And actually, this can be sung in the 
ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ದೋಯಾಕರೋ ಮೋರೇ ಸೇಮ್ ಟ್ಯೂನ್ ಏಯ್ ದುಷ್ಟ ಹೃದಯ ಕಾಮ ಆದಿರಿಪುಛಾ ಕುಟಿ ನಾಟಿ ಪ್ರತಿಷ್ಠಾಶಾ ಶಾಠ್ಯ ಸದಾರಾಯ ಹೃದಯ ಶೋಧನಾರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣೇರ ವಾಸನ ನರಸಿಂಹಾಚರಣೆ ಮೋರ ಏತೋ ಕಾಮನ ಸೊ ವಿದಿನ್ ಮೈ ಸಿನ್ಫುಲ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಹೆಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಲಸ್ಟ್ ಪರ್ಪಚುಲಿ ರಿಸೈಡ್ ಕಾಮ ಕ್ರೋಧ ಲೋಭ ಮೋಹ ಮದಮಾತ್ಸರ್ಯ ಕಾಮ ಕ್ರೋಧ ಆದಿ ಚಾಯ್ ಆಸ್ ವೆಲ್ ಆಸ್ ಡ್ಯೂಪ್ಲಿಸಿಟಿ ವಿದಿನ್ ಮೈ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ದೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಮೈ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ಸಿಟಿಂಗ್ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಹೆಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಪರ್ಪಸಿಲ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಆಸ್ ವೆಲ್ ಆಸ್ ಡ್ಯೂಪ್ಲಿಸಿಟಿ ದ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಫಾರ್ ಫೇಮ್ ಪ್ಲಸ್ ಶೇರ್ ಕನ್ನಿಂಗ್ನೆಸ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಲೋಟಸ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ನರಸಿಂಹ ಐ ಹೋಪ್ ದಟ್ ಹೀ ವಿಲ್ ಮರ್ಸಿಫುಲಿ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈ ಮೈ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗಿವ್ ಮೀ ದ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಟು ಸರ್ವ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೊ ಹೀ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆಸ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಯ್ ದಿಸ್ ಡೀಮನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಮೀ ನೋ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಯ್ ದ ಡೀಮನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಮೈ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ದೀಸ್ ಡೀಮನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಮೈ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಆರ್ ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಒಬ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಮೈ ಪಾತ್ ಇನ್ ಡಿವೋಷನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಯ್ ದಮ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಯು ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಯ್ ಹಿರಣ್ಯ ಕಶಿಪು ಕಾಂದೀಯ ನರಸಿಂಹ ಪದೇ ಮಾಗಿಬೋ ಕಖಾನ ನಿರಪದೇ ನವದ್ವೀಪೇ ಜುಗಲ ಭಜನ ಭಾಯ ಭಾಯ ಪಾಯಾರ ದರ್ಶನೆ ಶಿ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ಹೋಯ್ಬೋ ಕಬೆ ಮೋರೆ ದೋಯಾ ಕೋರಿ weeping i will beg at the lotus feet of lord narsimha narsimha for the benediction of worshiping radha and krishna in navadweep perfectly safe and free from all difficulties when will this lord hari whose terrible form strikes fear into fear itself ever become pleased and show me his mercy then he further goes on ಯದ್ಯಪಿ ಭೀಷಣ ಮೂರ್ತಿ ದುಷ್ಟ ಜೀವ ಪ್ರಾತಿ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಭಕ್ತ ಜನೆ ಭದ್ರ ಆತಿ ಕಬೇವಾ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ಹೋಯ ಸಕೃಪಾವಚನೆ ನಿರ್ಭಯ ಕರಿಬೇ ಮೂಢ ಅಕಿಂಚನೆ even though lord narsimha is terrifying towards the sinful souls he offers great auspiciousness unto the devotees of lord krishna headed by prahlad maharaj when will he be pleased to speak words of compassion unto me a worthless fool and thereby make me fearless see nicely how nice beautiful prayers these are swachhande baishohe vatsa shri gaurang dhame ಜುಗಲ ಭಜನ ಹಾವು ರತಿ ಹಾವು ನಾಮೇ ಮಮ ಭಕ್ತ ಕೃಪಾಬಲೆ ವಿಘ್ನ ಜಾಬೆ ದೂರ ಶುದ್ಧ ಚಿತ್ತೆ ಭಜೋ ರಾಧಾ ಕೃಷ್ಣರ ಸಪೂರ ಸೊ ಹಿ ಸೇಂಗ್ ಹಿ ವಿಲ್ ಸೇ ಹಿ ಸೇಂಗ್ ನರಸಿಂಹದೇವ್ ವಿಲ್ ಸೇ ಡಿಯರ್ ಚೈಲ್ಡ್ sit down freely and live happily here in shri gauranga dham the abode of lord gauranga navadweep may you nicely worship the divine couple radha and krishna and may you develop loving attachment for their holy names 
by the mercy of my devotees, all obstacles are cast far away. With a purified heart, just perform the worship of Radha and Krishna, for such worship overflows with sweet nectar. So, Narasimhadeva is blessing him. He is even envisioning Narasimhadeva blessing him. These are not just his imaginations. A poet usually imagines his own thing, but his, his own um, kalpana. But when a devotee prays, uh, he says these things, he is actually seeing it. Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochana Santa Sadaiva Hridayeshu Vilokayanti. Vilokayanti means he is seeing. Mm. Mm. Sorry. E bolika be mora mastaka upara Sviya shri charana harshe dhari be ishvara Amani jugala preme satvika vikare dharaya luti bo ami shrinar simhadvare Saying this, will that Lord delightedly place his own divine lotus feet upon my head? I will experience sublime love for the divine couple Radha and Krishna and undergo the ecstatic transformations called Sattvika Vikar. Falling on the ground, I will roll about at the door of Sri Narsimha's temple. So, you see, how he is praying to Lord Narsimha to remove all obstacles in my worship to Radha and Krishna. It's beautiful prayers by uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So, there are important prayers by Prahlad Maharaj, which I just want to um, go through. 5.18.8, we have already seen how he has Vajranaka, Vajradamstra. We have already seen that. Others, I have, noted, I have not noted them down. But, uh, you see, there are actually 7th Kanto, 9th chapter, the nice prayers, the whole Prahlad Stuti is very beautiful. So, I will just select some of those verses and we will just go through the translations briefly. Because, why we are going through this? Because when we sing Namaste Narasimha and all this, we should understand the full significance of what, what we are actually glorifying. And Prahlad Maharaj is so humble, so humble, that for him the Lord came. And even when the Lord came, you know, Lord Shiva, Brahma, they could not. Okay, we will just go through. You see, everything is described here. So that I won't repeat it twice. You see, Mm, I will just increase the size. Okay, I think that should be, oops, that's I think too big. Okay, now you see, I'll just go through the translations and when it is necessary, we'll go through the actual verse also. So, this is 7th Kanto, chapter 9, texts, all these texts. So, the great saint Narada Muni continued. The demigods headed, this is after Lord Narasimha has already killed Hiranyakashipu and killed all his demoniac soldiers and he sat on the throne of Hiranyakashipu. You know, big throne. Then, what happened? The demigods headed by Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva and other great demigods dared not come forward before the Lord who at that time was extremely angry. Ugra Narasimha, Ugra Narasimha. Um, what is that? Uh, Ugram Viram Mahavishnum Jvalantam Sarvato Mukham 
नरसिंहम भीषणम भद्रम मृत्योर मृत्युर नमाम्यहम दिस इज उग्र नरसिंह मृत्योर मृत्यु ही इज द डेथ ऑफ डेथ यू नो डेथ किल्स एवरीबडी ही विल किल इवन डेथ बिकॉज ही ऑफर्स इमोटैलिटी टू दिस डिवोटिस सो ही किल्स इवन डेथ मृत्योर मृत्यु सो इवन लॉर्ड शिवा यू सी लॉर्ड शिवा डिड नॉट कम he is the one by whose dance the whole universe is destroyed he did not come before the lord he was so afraid and there is some story among the south indians some stupid story that you know uh, lord shiva actually killed narasimha after narasimha killed hiranyakashipu huh? and all the thing was finished and narasimha dev was so fearful he had to be somehow subdued and lord shiva became you know even greater this thing and he was powerful beast and he killed narsimha and he washed his hands and like some stupid story this is not there in the shastras yeah, how he was even scared to come before the lord and how can they say lord shiva is the one who ended the narsimha leela by killing narsimha dev no no it did not happen like that mm-hmm. so he did not dare come before the lord the goddess of fortune they thought maybe lakshmi if he sees you know he will become pacified the goddess of fortune lakshmi ji was requested to go before the lord by all the demigods present who because of fear could not do so demigods could not go so they asked lakshmi to please go but even she had never seen such a wonderful and extraordinary form of the lord and thus she could not approach him <laughs> lakshmi herself could not go just, just like you know sometimes you know the great uh, ruffians you know ruffians in this world they may be very very uh, you know harsh and cruel and strong and Uh, devastating but when they see a woman they will you know they will soften up and you know they will talk nicely sweet words to a woman they tried that trick with narsimha no lakshmi ji could not dare go in front of him then what happened thereafter lord brahma requested prahlad maharaj five year old boy and he all these are big big stalwart demigods millions of years already five year old boy here he requested prahlad maharaj who was standing very near him my dear son lord narsimhadev is extremely angry at your demoniac father please go forward and appease the lord and see how Na- prahlad maharaj re- uh, responded narad muni continued o king although the exalted devotee prahlad maharaj was only a little boy he accepted lord brahma's words he gradually proceeded toward lord narsimhadev and fell down to offer his respects ob- respectful obeisances with folded hands When Lord Narasimhadev saw the small boy Prahlad Maharaj prostrated at the soles of his lotus feet he became most ecstatic in affection toward his devotee raising Prahlad the lord placed his lotus hand upon the boy's head because his hand is always ready to create fearlessness in all of his devotees the same hand with which he ripped apart Hiranyakashipu has blessed Prahlad so the auspiciousness you know because his hand is always ready to create fearlessness in all of his devotees by the touch of lord narasimhadev's hand on prahlad maharaj's head prahlad was completely freed of all material contaminations and desires actually already did not have whatever stresses were there that also not there even then he became even the most pure thing can become purer by the touch of the lord prahlad was completely freed of all material contaminations and desires as if he had become thoroughly cleansed therefore he at once became transcendently situated and all the symptoms of ecstasy became manifest in his body his heart filled with love and his eyes with tears and thus he was able to completely capture the lotus feet of the lord within the core of his heart prahlad maharaj fixed his mind and sight upon lord narasimha dev with full attention in complete trance with a fixed mind he began to offer prayers in love 
with a faltering voice. Prahlad Maharaj prayed in the text, a beautiful prayer. Actually, we should see the Sanskrit. How humble. And it, for him, the Lord came and killed the demon. It was such a wonderful, unprecedented event in history of the universe. And all the demigods are standing there in fear. You know, and here is a boy who fearlessly went to Lord, went to the Lord and was personally blessed by the Lord with his own hand. But still, you see how humble. He did not say, look at me, you know, the big, the most big time devotee in the universe, even Brahma, Shiva, all useless, you know, Lakshmi useless, I am, I am biggest, you know, Narasimha is touching me, look at me. No, you see how he is praying. Sri Praharadu Vacha. Brahma Dayasuragana Munayotha Siddhaha Satvaikatana Gatayo Vachasam Pravahai Naradhitum Purugunair Adhunapi Pipruhu Kimtoshtumarhati Same Harirugrajate. You should learn what is humility from these kinds of prayers. We think we are sometimes humble, you know. Where our humility is? You see, Prahlad Maharaj prayed. How is it possible for me who have been born in a family of Asuras to offer suitable prayers to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Even until now, all the demigods headed by Lord Brahma and all the saintly persons could not satisfy the Lord by streams of excellent words. Although such persons are very qualified, being in the mode of goodness. And what is to be said of me? I am not at all qualified. How nicely he is praying. Then, you know, he goes on. Prahlad Maharaj continued, One may possess wealth, an aristocratic family, beauty, austerity, education, sensory expertise, luster, influence, physical strength, diligence, intelligence and mystic yogic power. But I think that even by all these qualifications, one cannot satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. However, one can satisfy the Lord simply by devotional service. Gajendra did this and thus the Lord was satisfied with him. So, why he, ex- why he mentioned the word Gajendra? Because Gajendra was an animal. Similarly, Hanuman also prayed, that, you know, that we are all monkeys. What are we, you know? But you have accepted our service. Lord Ramachandra is so merciful that he has accepted service from even subhumans. Monkeys, vulture, bears, uh, who are, forget about Brahmanas and, you know, Vaishnavas and Kshatriyas or even Vaishyas, Shudras, Mlechas, Chandalas, all are at least human beings. Animals. Gajendra was an animal. That's why Prahlad Maharaj mentioned and I am an Asura, I am a demon. Uh, although he is devotee, you see how. Uh, so even Sanatananji, Rupa Goswami also prayed, Neech Jati, Neech Sangi, Patita Adham. We have associated with all the meat eaters and we are we are Neech Jati, Neech Sangi. Uh, but you have accepted Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you have accepted us, although we are the most fallen. You see how these are the prayers of devotees like this. So I just go to the, um, I think. Uh, Three, five, eighteen, three. Oh, what is this? Hanuman prayed very nicely in the fifth canto, eighteen chapter. Uh, where is it? Anyway, it's a beautiful, nice prayer. 
Am I missing it? Where is it? Anyway, I think in the comment section it will be there. So we will go through that then. I think Vishwamitra Prabhu or somebody will <laughs> come to my rescue. <laughs> so anyway, so he mentioned Gajendra, and in the Ramayana we saw the all the monkeys. Everybody, everybody was subhuman and. Krishna accepted, Ramachandra accepted their service. Gajendra's service was, Gajendra's prayers, although he was an elephant, was accepted by the Lord and came to save them. So, he is, Prahlad Maharaj is hoping that you have actually already, there is precedence that you have, you know, uh, gave uh, mercy to these classes of living entities. So, I am hoping that you will show your mercy on me also. Already he has shown mercy, more than even the demigods. You see how still he was so humble. Then, of course, there are very nice prayers, but I will just go through some of the important ones only. I mean, important ones means uh, all are important. We can never say that they are not important, but relevant to today's uh, uh, subject. Because actually, there is so all this whole stuti is, the whole Bhagavatam is full of important verses. The whole 18,000 are important. Hmm. Yeah, I wanted to show this 11, uh, 7, 9, 11. This is a very nice verse. Prabhupada also quoted this. Uh, here it is said that the Lord actually does not uh, need anyone's service. Nijalabhapurna. See, the Lord is Nijalabhapurna. You see, 7, 9, 11. N- Krishna, Krishna. Hmm. Naivatmana Prabhurayam Nijalabha Purno Manam Janada Vidusha Karuno Vrinite Yadya Jano Bhagavate Vidadhita Manam Tachatmane Pratimukhas Yatyatha Mukhasri. The Supreme Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is always fully satisfied in Himself. Therefore, when something is offered to Him, the offering by the Lord's mercy is for the benefit of the devotee, or for, for the Lord does not need service from anyone. Nijalabhapurna, he is satisfied. To give an example, if one's face is decorated, the reflection of one's face in a mirror is also seen to be decorated. So, when we decorate the Lord, we also become decorated with auspiciousness. So, that's why we, instead of, you, do you understand the example? So, when we decorate ourselves and look in the mirror, the reflection also looks decorated. Similarly, the moment we decorate the Lord or we offer the Lord prayers, uh, then we become decorated with such uh, glorification of the Lord. And anything that we offer, it is for our, the, it reflects back to us the benefit. Lord has nothing to benefit from our prayers or from our, you know, like, you know, when somebody, like, you know, classic example. Now, every, every country, after India has done it, every country has introduced the clapping for all the doctors. Everybody comes out and claps, you know, to, to acknowledge that the you know doctors are doing a great job in this battling this coronavirus. Now, that is to give encouragement to the doctors. Oh yes, you know, like something, uh, some encouragement. Uh, well done, you know, like that. So when we say, oh, well done, my lord, you know, you have killed, you know, you can do it, you know, like they say, you can do it, you know. <laughs> when we say. Jayatu Jayatu Devo Devaki Nandanoyam. You know, when we say Jayatu or Jayati, uh, Jayati Jana Nivaso Devaki Janmavado, um, 
यदुवर परिषत्स्वैर्दोर्भिरस्यन्नधर्मं स्थिरचर व्रजिनग्न सुस्मित श्रीमुखेन so this is from the 10th canto, 90th chapter, 48th verse. And similarly, Mukundamala Stotra. Jayatu jayatu devo devaki nandanoyam Jayatu jayatu krishno vrishnivam shapradipaha Jayatu jayatu megha shama meghala What is that? Jayatu jayatu What is that? Ah, jayatu jayatu megha shamala komalango jayatu jayatu krishno dwaranaso mukunda jayatu jayatu prithvi dwaranaso mukunda so he is the destroyer of um, what is that uh, the weight burden of irreligious kings on this earth he is the um, the light of the Vrishni Vamsa, the Vrishni Vamsa or Yadu Vamsa and Jayatu Jayatu Devo Devakinanda Noyam, he is the glorious son of uh, Devakinanda, you know. So, Jayatu Jayatu, when is Jayatu, all glories to him, that we are not encouraging him. We are not, how can we encourage? Without our encouragement, he can do. He is a Nejalaba Purana. But when we glorify him like that, it becomes Tuti, it becomes his glorification. And by glorifying him, we become glorified. We become purified. So, these nice verses are for our purification and these offerings, everything we do for our purification. So, going back, 7.9.15 is a nice verse actually. Another. Therefore, although I was born in a demoniac family, I may without a doubt offer prayers to the Lord with full endeavor as far as my intelligence allows. Anyone who has been forced by ignorance to enter the material world may be purified of material life if he offers prayers to the Lord and hears the Lord's glories. You see? O my Lord, all the demigods headed by Lord Brahma are sincere servants of your Lordship who are situated in a transcendental position. Therefore, they are not like us, Prahlad and his father, the demon Hiranyakashipu. Your appearance in this fearsome form is your pastime for your own pleasure. Such an incarnation is always meant for the protection and improvement of the universe. Now, you see, my Lord Narasimhadev, please therefore cease your anger now that my father, the great demon Hiranyakashipu, has been killed. Since even saintly persons take pleasure in the killing of a scorpion or a snake, all the worlds have achieved great satisfaction because of the death of this demon. Now they are confident of their happiness and they will always remember your auspicious incarnation in order to be free from fear. And because Prahlad Maharaj has said you will be free from fear by remembering this incarnation in Narasimhadev, Narasimhadev must fulfill because Prahlad Maharaj is very dear to him. So when we chant Narasimha's prayers for our protection, he is not protecting us because we are great devotees and he will come and protect us, come out from the pillar and he is, if he protects us, it is because Prahlad has promised. That's why the mantra will work and because Srila Prabhupada has given us, you know, that's why. Don't ever think that, you know, he is, oh, he has protected me, still I just look at how great I am, you know, Lord has protected me. No, we should always be thankful and grateful for these great devotees. And actually here is a very nice verse actually in the Sanskrit, Modeta sadhurapi vrishchikasarpahatya, even a sadhu is, uh, you know, happy to see a scorpion dead. 
because <laughs> although sadhu doesn't like to kill anyone but when a scorpion is dead or a demon who is like a scorpion is dead it, it actually pleasing to the devotee tadya chamanyam asuras chahatastvadadya tvayadya modeta sadhura pivrishchika sarpahatya lokascha nirvritamitah pratiyanti sarve rupam narsimha vibhayaya janah smaranti vibhayaya janah smaranti rupam narsimha that is the verse going back 15th verse is very nice verse i remember something Fifteenth verse, my Lord, who are never conquered by anyone, I am certainly not afraid of your ferocious mouth and tongue, your eyes bright like the sun, or your frowning eyebrows. I do not fear your sharp, pinching teeth, your garland of intestines, your mane soaked with blood, or your high, wedge-like ears. Nor do I fear your tumultuous roaring, which makes elephants flee to distant places. Not only flee, they had miscarriages. elephants had miscarriages all the animals had miscarriages even women all the demonic women all had miscarriages or your nails which are meant to kill your enemies prahlad maharaj said i am not afraid all the lord shiva and lord brahma standing behind the pillar and standing behind the door and waiting you know how the lord is, no they are hiding themselves here prahlad maharaj is confidently saying you know i am not afraid just see what is the position of prahlad That's why Krishna said in Bhagavad Gita, among all the demons, I am Prahlad. He is the best of devotees. See, Sanskrit. Naham bhibhem yajitate tibhayana kasya jihvar kanetra bhrukuti rabhasogradam shrat antras rajakshata jakshesha rasanku karanan निर्हराद भीत दिगिभाद अरिभिन्न खाग्रात सो दिस इज द वर्स एंड देन ही देन ही सेज नेक्स्ट फ्यू वर्सेस वेरी नाइस दैट इवन इफ वन इज विल नॉट गो टू द संस्कृत ऑफ दोस वेरी नाइस बट वी विल कट शॉर्ट ओ मोस्ट पावरफुल इनसरमाउंटेबल लॉर्ड हु आर काइंड टू द फॉलन सोल्स आई हैव बीन पुट इनटू द एसोसिएशन ऑफ डीमंस एज अ रिजल्ट ऑफ माय एक्टिविटीज एंड देयरफॉर आई एम वेरी मच अफ्रेड ऑफ माय कंडीशन ऑफ लाइफ विद इन दिस मटेरियल वर्ल्ड when will that you see he said i am very much afraid of my condition of the life in this material world i am not afraid of your fearful features fearsome features but i am afraid of the material world uh, because they make me forget you by looking at all these fearsome features i actually can remember you i you, once you see such fearful fearsome just like when you see a ghost or something you know you cannot forget that vision in your head because so of course that is out of fear but this is comes for lord comes for protection of devotees so all these beautiful features never before seen features you will never forget because it is something so unique uh, so in this way i can remember you and by that i will be get purified but i am afraid of the material world because it makes me forget you and i am among in the material world also there is goodness passion ignorance i am in the tamogun i have been born in the asurakula in among the demons so how fallen i am you see how how humble he was actually the lord put him in the daitya the demon family because to purify the demon family but he is thinking he is one of the demons so he is praying in that humble way mm. when will that moment come when you you will call me to the shelter of your lotus feet which are the ultimate goal for liberation from conditioned life he is already at his shelter still he you see how he is praying mm. of course he says this we have read this many times you know 
O great one, O supreme lord, because of combination of uh, with pleasing and displeasing circumstances and because of separation from them, one is placed in a most regrettable position within hell, heavenly or hellish planets as if in a burning in a fire of lamentation. Although there are many remedies by which to get out of miserable life, such any such remedies in the material world are more miserable than the miseries themselves. Therefore, I think that the re- only remedy is to engage in your service. And he goes on, especially this verse is very nice. We quoted this many, many times and pra- Prabhupada also quoted. Balasya neha sharanam pitarao narsimha Nartasya chagada mudanvanti majjato nao Taptasya tat pratividhirya ihanja sheshtas Tavad vibhota nubhritam tvadupekshitanam So this is the My dear Lord Narsimhadev, O Supreme, because of a bodily conception of life, embodied souls neglected and not cared for by you cannot do anything for their betterment. Whatever remedies they accept, although perhaps temporarily beneficial, are certainly impermanent. For example, a father and mother cannot protect their child, a physician and medicine cannot relieve a suffering patient, and a boat on the ocean cannot protect a drowning man. So, unless the Lord wills, the medicine will not work, the protection of the parents will not work to protect the child, or the boat on the ocean cannot protect a drowning man. You see, the Prabhupada's example was perfect. Without Krishna, the boat would have even, you know, I don't know what happened to the what would have happened to the Jaladut on that in that voyage. But Krishna was there, that's it. Everything was smooth. And even in Ayurveda, it is said, Aushadhi Chintayet Vishnum. In Ayurveda Shastra, it is said, Aushadhi Chintayet Vishnum. Vishnum. That means even when taking before taking medicine, we have to remember the Lord. Acknowledging that this medicine will only work if you your will is there. <laughs> Without your will, this medicine also will not work. So acknowledging that fact. So Ayurveda is so see this is the thing. Our medicine is not godless medicine, you know, God conscious medicine. So ultimately the Lord's sanction is the one that works. The other factors they may, if the Lord wills, they will work. Otherwise, if the Lord chooses, he will not work. It will not work. So, of course, there are many prayers like this and I'll just, um, nice verse here. Here he is saying the time is a representation of you, you know, time is very fearful. See, and Prahlad Maharaj is saying here, you see, my dear Lord, people in general want to be elevated to the higher planetary systems for a long duration of life, opulence and enjoyment. But I have seen all of this through the activities of my father. My father was already master of Swarga, whole, whole universe. So, I don't need to be convinced of uh, material happiness in the form of heavenly life. No, I have already seen it. When my father was angry and he laughed sarcastically at the demigods, they were immediately vanquished simply by seeing the movements of his, of his eyebrows. Of his eyebrows, they already they were already scared. Yet my father, who was so powerful, has now been vanquished by you within a moment. So, if such a great materialist, in a moment he was finished, what about others? So, I don't want this heavenly happiness. How long you can enjoy it? I don't want it. He says, I have complete experience concerning the worldly opulence, mystic power, longevity, and all and other material pleasures enjoyed by all living entities, from Lord Brahma down to the ant. As powerful time, you destroy them all. Therefore, because of my experience, I do not wish to possess them. My dear Lord, I request you to place me in touch with your pure devotee and let me serve him as a sincere servant. 
he is already with the Lord. He is saying, please engage me in the service of your servant. See? Uh, he's, he's, see how humble. He is not saying, see how great devotee I am. So therefore, you, you, you pray to me. No. Uh, so, if you want to go, through the Lord, to go to the Lord, you must go through me. No, he never said that even. He said, I want to engage in the service of your servant. You know. Then he says, um, Ah, beautiful. Oh my Lord, O oh Supreme, because I was born in a family full of the hellish material qualities of passion and ignorance, what is my position and what is to be said of your causeless mercy, which has which was never offered even to Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, the goddess of fortune, Lakshmi. You never put your lotus hand upon their heads, but you have put it on upon mine. I am so fallen and despite all my disqualification, you are so merciful that you have never done this to even the demigods, but you have done this to me. You have placed your hand on my head. And this prayer is strikingly similar to Sudama's prayer. I will show you. You see in the Sanskrit, you see, Kvaham Raja Prabhava Ishata Modhi Kesmin Jata Suretara Kule Kvatavanu Pakampa Nabrahmano Natubhavasya Navairamaya Yanmer Pita Shirasipadmakara Prasada Padmakara Prasada. You have given the mercy to me, but you have not. Kvaham, who am I? You know, in this translation, you see, uh, what is my position? I am in a demonic family full of the worst qualities and and what is your causeless mercy? You know, same way, Sudama also, also prayed to the Lord, who am I after all? Kvaham Daridra Papian. Come on. <clears throat> hmm. You see? Sudama thought when Sudama went to Krishna. <clears throat> I hope you know the story of Sudama. I will not repeat it here. So, Lord Krishna is known to be devoted to the Brahmanas and now I have personally seen this devotion. Indeed, he carries he who carries the goddess of fortune on his chest has embraced the poorest beggar. Kvaham, <clears throat> same as this verse of Prahlad Maharaj. Kvaham, who am I? You know, how fallen I am. Kvaham Daridraha Papiyan Kvah Krishna Sriniketanaha Brahma Bandhuritismaham Bahubhyam Parirambhitaha Who am I? A sinful poor friend of a Brahmana. And who is Krishna? The Supreme Personality of Godhead full in six opulences. How much? It is a sky and earth, you know, difference. Heaven and earth difference. Nonetheless, he has embraced me with his two, arm, with his two arms. So, how merciful Krishna is. He does not see how adhama, how fallen we are. You know, he, if you are sincere in our devotion, he even benedicted animals like 
like monkeys and elephants and vultures and bears or to speak of a demon i am hoping that because of this he will he will bless me also so like that so <clears throat> i think one more verse is there which i wanted to show there is a very important verse in this same prayers Hmm. All these are nice prayers, but um, you know, ah, this is a very very important verse. So we'll just go through this verse as well. This is the difference between impersonalist and personalist, <clears throat> and it corroborates our previous lessons uh, on uh, Prabhupada. You know, the Guru Ashtakam and. Um, Guru Vandana especially. Uh, you will understand why now. 7928 Soham Katham my dear Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, because of my association with material desires, one after another, I was gradually falling into a blind well full of snakes. He is humbly praying, although he was not in this position. But following the general populace, I was also falling into the blind well. But your servant Narada Muni kindly accepted me as his disciple and instructed me how to achieve this transcendental position. Therefore, my first duty is to serve him. How can I leave his service? So, when did Narada Muni actually become his devotee? Uh, his, his guru, sorry. Because that's what Harinagashubu could not understand. Because I have given, he was only five-year-old boy. And I have sent him to education, to the school, where I have already taught the teachers what to tell him. You know, teach him all the diplomacy, how to become a, you know, crooked king, you know, perfect in everything. How to, how to rule the people and how to uh, manipulate them and how, how to be a, a, a tyrant, basically. But, where, where, Narada? I mean, where, Prahlad, where did you learn all these things about Narayana you are talking about? When I asked my uh, teachers to teach, you know, all these things about uh, diplomacy and politics, uh, he in the womb, this is what Hiranyakashipu did not know. In the womb of his mother, he was hearing, actually Narad Muni was instructing his, uh, the uh, mother of, Hiran, uh, of Prahlad Maharaj. But in fact, at one place in the Bhagavatam, he says, my mother, uh, being a less intelligent woman, she, she forgot later on the instructions. But I remember them. I remembered all the instructions. Um, she forgot, you know, but I remembered, you know, he said like that. And I think in the seventh count of sixth chapter somewhere. So anyway, I will not go there. You see, but the point I am trying to make is, even after he has already achieved Krishna, he has already achieved the favor of Lord Narasimha, even then he said, how can I leave the service of Narad Muni? That means, even after we achieve Krishna, we cannot remain, we cannot say that, uh, I don't need my spiritual master anymore. No. Janme Janme Prabhushe. He is eternally my Lord. The spiritual master is our Lord eternally. Hmm. Not like Mayavadis. They say like envelope. Or the Guru or the deity is for us to like you know envelope. I have given this example before. Like when you send a letter, the contents of the letter is inside but the envelope is outside. So for the postal service, they don't need to know what is in the letter. What, what you have written in the letter. They need the envelope. The envelope is required for it to reach the destination. But once it reaches the destination, 
the envelope is the first thing that is discarded and thrown in the dustbin is no more useful now the letter becomes important so the mayavadis give this example uh, saying that uh, the worship of the murti the, the deity or the worship of the guru is necessary for us to merge with the absolute and once we attain that 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 stage once we reach that destination of whatever it is they do not know that vagueness whatever it whatever it is which they cannot define it once we reach that supreme consciousness they say something very very vague they don't even know what it means once we reach it then we don't need to worship those deities and guru all this becomes you know useless it's just like the envelope we throw it away because we already reached the destination now the inner thing is what counts but uh, a, a devotee he never sees like this he, the, for, for a devotee there is no inner and outer of the Lord everything is important so even after he reaches Krishna uh, he still doesn't forget the service to his Guru so this is actual humility so with this I would like to uh, you know uh, conclude I just uh, I think one more yeah this this is <laughs> okay I think I have to show you this. Of course, there are. I can also narrate a few examples. You know, like for, there is an incident uh, in the Bombay uh, terrorist attack. I think in 2008. I don't know when. There was a Bombay terrorist attack, gun shooting, and this devotee. He was one of the security, uh, one of the security, security or one of the hotel attendants or something. So it was taken over by the by the terrorists, and you know, the shooting was going on in the room and, you know, like in the big uh, lobby and, you know, the, f- the room was filled with smoke and everything and he couldn't even see what, where everything was and people were being shot. You know, he, was, he started chanting Namaste Narsimhaya, Namaste Narsimhaya, Prahlada Halada Dayane and beside him, there was, there was this man, he was shot dead. While he was chanting, he, he was shot dead and in a, another guy here, he was shot dead but he did not die. He was chanting the whole... Everything he chanted and then he was praying Namaste Narasimha, he was chanting over and over again. Then finally after some time the shooting all subsided and then there was quiet, there was lull and everything. Then slowly the smoke cleared. Then he found that he was actually standing right in front of a pillar. And he did not even know where he was. The smoke completely enveloped everything. <coughs> but this happened. So he was, see how Narasimha protects. There are innumerable instances where devotees have felt the protection of Lord Narasimhadev. So, that is one thing. But this pastime, I wanted to show before we close. Now, of course, there is another instance where Chand Kazi, you know, when he was trying to mess around with the devotees, then uh, Narasimhadev came into his dream and then uh, he was very, you know, he was uh, terrified and then after that he offered Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, please, Sankirtan must go on. You, uh, he gave full support to the Sankirtan movement after that. That is uh, Narasimhadev's uh, presence in the Chaitanya Leela. And the last part is just this uh, in Antilila. <laughs> Actually, Sundagopal Prabhu highlighted this point a few times earlier. So, that's where I uh, that's where I am actually showing this. Rescuing the Lord from the sea. So, the context here is that um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was acting like a madman because you know he was in the ecstasy of ecstasy of you know Radharani and you know in that way. So once what happened? 
you see i will i'll actually read those so what happened once so i will i'll just narrate it and i'll just go through that one verse so uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu in his ecstasy he he was in jagannath puri and he saw the the waves of uh, the ocean and he thought it was yamuna he thought he was in vrindavan and he 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 threw himself into the waves of the ocean and like that he was swept away in the night and the all the devotees could not find where the lord is where is the lord where is the lord did he go to jagannath temple did he go to this temple you know uh, you know or uh, gopinath temple or this everywhere they searched or maybe he the chataka parvat or this way that way everywhere they searched could not find finally they went to the beach and the beach uh, there was a, a weird scene going on so this fisherman he he was uh, running towards them uh, you know with um, uh he was sometimes crying sometimes laughing you know he was, he was fearful also at the same time you know he was his behavior was strange then uh, all the devotees were looking at him what is this you know and already they were anxious you know what happened to the lord some mishap some accident would have happened because uh, what can what accident can happen to the lord but out of out of just like mother yashoda she was always worried about krishna's safety which demon will maybe come and kill my boy you know like that so this is uh, devotional affectionate protective feelings so the devotee also had the kind of feelings for the lord maybe something happened to the lord you know some mishap has happened and i think chaitanya mahaprabhu left this world already they were dejected so uh, lifeless but at the same time they were anxious still hoping that maybe they would find him somewhere so in this way they went to the beach and saw this fisherman coming like weird he was acting weirdly you know he was sometimes you know crying and sometimes laughing and sometimes fearful and you know what was happening then he then swarup damodar stopped him hello mr who are you i'm i'm a fisherman what happened no i have been haunted by a ghost huh? what happened ghost so <laughs> that is where this starts you know ah <clears throat> uh, you see passing along the beach they saw a fisherman approaching with his net over his shoulder laughing crying dancing and singing he kept repeating the holy name hari hari he was also chanting hari 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 seeing the activities of the fisherman everyone was astonished swarup damodar goswami therefore asked him for information my dear fisherman why are you behaving like this have you seen someone uh, someone here about he was hoping that maybe he will say because he was act- acting in ecstasy maybe he has chaitanya mahaprabhu has seen him and touched him maybe he go because whoever chaitanya mahaprabhu touched he became ecstatic although he was a rascal sinner whatever you see here fisherman he was catching fish and selling fish eating fish but chaitanya mahaprabhu touched him and made him also so sarudamodar was doubtful ah maybe some clue is here why are you behaving like this have you seen some someone here about what is the cause of your behavior please tell us fisherman replied i have not seen a single person here but while casting my net in the water i captured a dead body i lifted it with great care you know in the water thinking it was a big fish but as soon as i saw it that it was a saw that it was a corpse great fear arose in my mind as i tried to release the net i touched the body and as soon as i touched it a ghost entered my heart you know you see he is he is telling a horror story now you know i shivered in fear and shed tears my voice faltered and all the hairs on my body stood up i do not know whether the corpse i found was the ghost of a dead brahmana or an ordinary man but as soon as one looks upon it the ghost enters his body the body of this ghost is very long 5 to 7 cubits each of its arms and legs is as much as 3 cubits long its joints are all separated beneath the skin which is completely slack uh, 
no one could see it and remain alive in his body. You know, when one sees this kind of body, you know, I have seen such a body that anybody who sees actually will not stay alive. He will die because of this ghost. Now he says, that ghost has taken the form of a corpse, but he keeps his eyes open. The dead body has eyes open. Sometimes he utters the sounds, gong, gong, and sometimes he remains unconscious. I have seen that ghost directly and he is haunting me. But if I die, who will take care of my wife and children? The ghost is certainly very difficult to talk about, but I am going to find an exorcist and ask him if he can release me from it. (laughs) Now, although it was a horror story, it becomes a comedy story now. You see, I wander alone at night killing fish. Now, this is actually the point. I wander alone at night killing fish in solitary places, but because I remember the hymn to Lord Narasimha, ghosts do not touch me. In other words, all the fear of ghosts run far away if you chant Narasimha Mantra. So, when one is fearful of ghosts or something, one should chant Namaste Narasimhaya Prahlada Hlada Dayana. You know, how fearful Lord Shiva was fearing. What is a ghost? Ghost will run away from there. You know, that is Narasimha. So, even fisherman, he, although he was eating fish and killing fish and whatever, he was taking shelter of Narasimha and to protect himself from ghosts. Because actually, if you know, uh, we have went to Kurmakshetra, we have gone to Kurmakshetra and you can see there, in the night, in the ocean, you will see lights here and there, here and there. The fishermen go far, deep into the ocean to catch fish. It is very solitary places and it is very, very dark. So, it is, and they go alone. In each, in each boat is one fisherman only and they go so far into the water. So, he was taking, he was remembering the hymn, the, the, the mantra, Lord Narsimha mantra. And then, therefore, he said, ghosts do not touch me. Actually, this was the point I wanted to make, but the story continues and it's quite hilarious. I wander alone at night killing fish in solitary places, but because I remember the hymn to Lord Narasimha, ghosts do not touch me. This ghost, however, overcomes me with redoubled strength when I chant the Narasimha mantra. When I am chanting Narasimha mantra, this ghost becomes doubly powerful. When I see even the form of this ghost, great fear arises in my mind. Do not go near there. I forbid you. If you go, that ghost will catch you. Catch you all. Hearing this, Sarud Damodar could understand the full truth of the matter. He spoke sweetly to the fisherman. And he said, I am a famous exorcist. <laughs> Sarud Damodar, I am a famous exorcist. And I know how to rid you of this ghost. He then chanted some mantras and placed his hand on top of the fisherman's head. <laughs> he slapped the fisherman three times. You know, tap, tap, tap. You know, he slapped the fisherman three times and said, now the ghost has gone away. Do not be afraid. <laughs> by saying this, he pacified the fisherman. <laughs> the fisherman was affected by ecstatic love but he was also fearful he had thus become doubly agitated now that his fear had subsided however he had become somewhat normal uh, you know Saurabh Damodar said to the fisherman my dear sir the person you are thinking is a ghost is not actually a ghost but he is the supreme personality of Godhead Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because of ecstatic love the Lord fell into the sea and you have caught him in your net and rescued him simply touching him has awakened your dormant love for Krishna but because you thought him a ghost you are very very much afraid of him. Now that your fear has gone and your mind is peaceful, please show me where he is. The fisherman replied, I have seen the Lord many times. Uh, and then he, he, fisherman was not convinced. He said, I, I have seen the Lord many times, but this is not him. This body is very much deformed. Uh, you know, Sarup Damodar said, the Lord's body becomes transformed in his love for God. Sometimes the joints of his bones separate and his body becomes very much elongated. Uh, we can't even imagine how this happens, but... The Lord has extraordinary symptoms like this. 
Hearing this, the fisherman became very happy. He brought all the devotees with him and showed him Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Lord was lying on the ground, his body elongated and bleached white by the water. The whole night he was in the water, just sometimes submerging in the waves, sometimes floating in the water, you know, and his eyes always open. You know. He looked haunted. His, his, he, covered, he was covered from head to toe, head to foot with sand. The Lord's body was stretched and his skin was slack and hanging loose. To lift him and take him the long distance home would have been impossible. The devotees removed his wet undergarment and replaced it with a dry one. Then laying the Lord on, on an outer cloth, they cleaned, and cleaned, they cleaned the sand from his body. They all performed Sankirtan loudly chanting the holy name of Krishna into the Lord's ear. After some time, the sound of the holy name entered the ear of the Lord and who immediately got up making great noise. As soon as he got up, the bones assumed their proper places. With half external consciousness, the Lord looked here and there. And of course, then he, it goes on that, you know, he, then the Lord, the, all the devotees become happy, oh, after all, you know, he's, um, he's here. But the, such was the madness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his love for Krishna. But you see, the point was, Narasimha Mantra, he was using, chanting to drive him, ghosts away. That was the point I wanted to make. But then the story became hilarious, so that was, that's why I continued. So with that, I would like to stop here. I hope you, uh, I'm sorry for the long class again. I hope you enjoyed the um, glories of Lord Narasimha. So we should always remember this. And now we will go through the yeah, all the measures of the you know like like Rajakishwar is saying, even the uh, just like the medicine cannot save the person. If the Lord's sanction is not there, no, no, matter, no matter what measure we may take, it will not help. So, and then he is just adding, Vrajagishwar Prabhu, that or a simple lockdown or other measures being taken by the government cannot protect one from the virus, if the Lord does not will. So, that is also true. Ah. Correct. This is the prayer of Hanuman. We will go to the prayer of Hanuman which I missed. Narahari Prabhu. His name befitting today's class. Narahari Das. <laughs> Servant of Narahari. Now, that verse of uh, Hanuman is here. 5.19.7 I was mistakenly searching in the 18th chapter. It is in the 19th chapter. You see, न जन्मनूनम महतो न सौभगम नवान न बुद्धिर न कृतिस्तोष हेतु one cannot establish a friendship with the supreme lord ramachandra on the basis of material qualities such as one's birth in an aristocratic family one's personal beauty, one's eloquence, one's sharp intelligence or one's superior race or nation. None of these qualifications is actually a prerequisite for friendship with Lord Sri Ramachandra. Otherwise, how is it possible that although we uncivilized inhabitants of the forest have not taken noble births, although we have no physical beauty and although we cannot speak like gentlemen, Lord Ramachandra has never, nevertheless accepted us as friends. You see, this is the verse. The verse number is showing wrong, actually 5.19.7 of the Bhagavatam. This is the beautiful and similarly Prahlad said, Gajendra also you have saved. Similarly, I am hoping that you would save me also. 
Oh, we have BG reference, um, Bhagavad Gita reference to sloka number where Krishna mentions Prahlada. Uh, chapter 10, text 13. Next. Um, yeah, references not are not being seen. That's the thing. You know, there's a problem with the software. Uh, speak a bit about Narasimha Kavacha, which all the devotees wear. Well, it is a talisman that one wears. <coughs> the Narasimha mantra is Narasimha Kavacha mantra is chanted and you know. In a, in a metal, it is scribed in the metal and then it is rolled and put like that and then we put. <clears throat> but the best thing is to actually remember. We can put Narasimha Kavacha also. Uh, the main thing is this, we must understand that we must remember the Lord. That is Smartavya Satatam Vishnur, Vismartavya Najatu Chit. So, just like Tilak also, Om Keshavanama, Om Narayana, you can make a tattoo and it is permanent there, but then will you be chanting all the names again and again? That is more important. Our remembrance of the Lord, that is most important. Uh, <clears throat> Narasimha Kavacha you can wear, although Prabhupada did not wear personally, uh, it is not against Vaishnava principles, we can wear, but at the same time, uh, we must remember the Lord. That is the most important thing. Next. Hmm, the verses take some time to appear on the screen. This is the problem. Yeah, this is the beautiful verse Vishwamba Prabhu is sharing here. Uh, Kanto 1, Chapter 19, Text 37. Fulfilling my vow and sacrificing his own promise. This is Bhishmadev's prayer to the, to the Lord. How he is acknowledging how Krishna has protected his devotee Arjuna and at the same time fulfilled his own promise, Bhishmadev's promise. <clears throat> On the bed of arrows, he was actually saying this prayer, chapter 1, text 9, verse 37. This is a Bhishma Stuti, part of the Bhishma Stuti. Following my vow and sacrificing his own promise, I mean, he's talking about Krishna. He, Krishna, got down from the chariot, took up its wheel and ran towards me hurriedly, just as a lion goes towards uh, to kill an elephant. He even dropped his outer garment on the way, his uttariya, you know the cloth that you put, this this one. So, this also dropped on the way. So, he remembered the whole scene, you know, this is meditation, this is meditation. Hmm. So, one question is, did Prahlad Maharaj did so many sins in his previous birth to get a birth from such a demoniac father? No. That's the beauty of the Lord devotees, the Lord's devotees can appear anywhere. Just like the Lord can appear anywhere, the Lord's devotees can appear anywhere. You know, Itham Nirutiriya Grishideva Chashavatarayar. What is that? 7938. Lokan Vibhavayasi Hamsi Jagat Prati Paan. Go to that verse. 7. 9, 3, oh, Krishna. This uh, computer is uh, like really weird, you know. I think, I think this computer is haunted by ghost. We have to chant Namaste Narasimhaya. Behaving weirdly. Okay. 
where is it come on ah oh this is so slow i think with time it is becoming slower and slower also as the class is going on further so so weird okay इत्थम निर्तेरियग इत्थम निर्तेरियग ऋषिदेव जशावतार ऐ लोकान विभावयसि हम सिजगत प्रतिपान धर्मम महापुरुषपासीयुगानुवृत्तम छन्नह कलोयद भवस्त्रियुगोथसत्वम I think it's the Brahmasamita meter actually anyway so the translation in this way my lord you appear in various incarnations as a human being an animal a great saint a demigod a fish or a tortoise thus maintaining the entire creation in different planetary systems and killing the demoniac principles according to the age oh my lord you protect the principles of religion in the age of kali however you do not assert yourself as a supreme personality of godhead and therefore you are known as triyuga or the lord who appears in three yugas so even prahlad maharaj predicted the advent of chaitanya mahaprabhu so it's just like the lord has takes you know all the fish tortoises and all this Uh, the, the, the devotee also can come in any form in any family in anywhere um what else jayatu jayatu devo devaki nannanoyam ah vishwamitra prabhu is also there so yes we have covered these verses 11294 i don't know what that is but you know what this is very slow so unless there is a question probably what is this devotee's name who oh he's asking my name <laughs> okay what else any question net connection is poor yes I agree. What whenever Sri Gadadhar would recite the Prahlad Charita and Dhruva Charita from Bhagavatam, the Lord would manifest various symptoms of love. The Lord would hear the glories of Prahlad and Dhruva hundreds of times. This is from Chaitanya Bhagavat. Vishwambar Prabhu has quoted this in the comment section. The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to always hear hundreds of times this pastimes of Prahlad and Dhruva Maharaj. um again everybody thank you for everybody's uh, appreciation um this is i'm i'm nobody actually i'm just i'm just uh, trying to be a humble servant uh, i cannot teach anything actually i don't know anything i'm just doing some reading so and by talking about krishna i'm not teaching you anything i myself am learning and we're all learning at the same time this is the purificatory um nature of krishna's pastimes and topics so with that i think this 11294 we will just go if we have time just 2 minutes i hope this thing will respond and not haunted by a ghost
जय नरसिंह देव भगवान की जय नो इट्स नॉट वन नरसिंह देव भगवान की जय नरसिंह देव भगवान की जय यस किंचित्रमच्युत तवैत दशेश बंधो दासेश्वनन्य शरणेशु यदात्मसत्वम यो रोचयत सह मृगै स्वयमीश्वराणाम श्रीमत्किरीटतटपीडितपादपीठ माई डियर इन्फैलेबल लॉर्ड इट इज नॉट वेरी एस्टॉनिशिंग दट यू इंटिमेटली अप्रोच युअर सर्वेंट्स हू हैव टेकन एक्सक्लूसिव शेल्टर ऑफ यू आफ्टर ऑल ड्यूरिंग युअर अपियरेंस एज लॉर्ड रामचंद्र even while great demigods like brahma were vying to place the effulgent tips of their helmets upon the cushion where your lotus feet rested you displayed special affection for monkeys such as hanuman because they had taken exclusive shelter of you beautiful so how he preferred even the monkeys to the demigods because they completely took shelter you know all the brahma wanted to put his helmet at the cushion where the lord's feet is put uh, but uh, he all the brahma was you know praying for such an opportunity Hanuman and other monkeys were readily given that full shelter at the feet of Ramachandra. So he accepts. So he doesn't see. Krishna even says in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, "Mama, what is it? Mam hi parth vyapashritya yepisu papayonaya striyo vaisya statha shudra stepyanti paramgatim." He says in the chapter nine, text thirty-two, whether they be you know papayonaya, whether they are sinful in their births, whatever, whoever it is. whether it is women vaishyas shudras or even he did not say animals in that verse but even animals has shown in this different past times the lord takes you know complete charge of them um, but the process is to take shelter of a devotee which is explained in this verse in the bhagavatam Two four eighteen. So here we see a very important thing. Kirata hoon andhra pulinda pulkasha abhi rasumbha yavana khasadaya yenye chapaapa yadapashraya shraya shudhyanti tasmay prabhavishnave namah. You see. <coughs> these are different races of human beings who are even lesser than shudras very sinful in their births kiratas hunas andhras pulindas pulkashas abhira shumbhas yavanas members of the khasa races and even others addicted to sinful acts can be purified by taking shelter of the devotees of the lord due to his being the supreme power i beg to offer my respectful obeisances unto him so yadap ashraya ashraya those who have taken ashraya of krishna If we take yada apashraya ashraya, shuddhantasme prabhaveshnavena ma. So, if we take shelter, pure devotee. Um, if we take shelter of those who have taken shelter of Krishna's lotus feet, uh, we all these most sinful people can get purified. So, this is the uh, verse. So, with that, I would like to stop. Thank you very much for joining. हरे कृष्णा जय नरसिंहदेव भगवान की जय प्रहलाद महाराज की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंद शिल प्रभुपाद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंद एंड वी विल से ऑलवेज प्रहलाद नरसिम्हा बिकॉज वी कैनॉट गो टू नरसिम्हा विदाउट प्रहलाद ऑल राइट हरे कृष्णा